Hi, guys. How are you? I listen to you every single morning. I'm such a huge fan. I love you guys. Run, run for your life. <laughs> I just love you guys. Hi. Oh, my God. I love you so much. This sounds like <laughs> the beginning of a lot of porn. You guys are my absolute favorite. Brody has this way. Cheapy McCheepson. <laughs> Cheapy McCheepson. <laughs> you happen to remember the last time I went to the bathroom? I'm the alpha of alpha. I'm alpha alpha. <laughs> this room is full of shallow a-holes. Elvis Duran in the morning show. And here we go. Yeah. Welcome to Tuesday, January 14th. We're halfway through January. Look at that. Yeah, already. Half, a half month down. Got a half month to go. Mm. Then we're into February. We have a long February this year. Yes. Oh, yeah, leap year. There you go. We're leaping. That's what are you going to do with your whole extra day? I don't know. That's a lot. I don't know. Well, welcome <laughs> to the day. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. Hi, Gandhi. Good morning. Hi, Producer Sam. Good morning. Hello there, Froggy. Good morning. There's Straight Nate. Hello, Diaz. Hey, Scary. Hello. Let's get into the day. You know, I cannot get away from this song from Missy Elliott. Remember, yes. remember Lose Control? Yeah. It's everywhere. It's all over TV. It's all over TikTok. Everyone's done a TikTok to it. Even Straight Nate's done a TikTok <laughs> to Lose Control. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. So welcome to the day. Do you have any guests today? Oh, good. No guests. I like that. Welcome to Tuesday, man. How you doing? Oh, my God. Elvis. Derek. <laughs> Derek, what's, I, what's going on, buddy? I am freaking out right now. I'm going to have a heart attack. I cannot believe I'm talking to you Don't guys. do that. We don't need more people having heart attacks oh, on this please, show. Please, I'm please, like, please. I'm, I'm literally crying right now that I cannot believe that I finally got Whoa. through you guys. Well, Derek, that makes us feel really good. Oh, my goodness. So, you know what? All I can right. feel your vibes. Are you feeling Derek's vibes? I feel yeah. your vibes, Derek. I feel your vibes. What's up, Derek? Danielle. Oh, my God. Danielle. <laughs> I am so happy. You guys literally have, like, 10 years ago I had cancer, and you guys literally got me through the hardest time of my whole life. You know what? And Thank you. 
I just want to thank you, and I've been calling for 10 years to tell you that, so oh I'm so, so excited to be able to tell you that. So how's your health oh, now? Amazing. How are you doing? Oh, I'm totally cool now. I became a teacher, and I'm actually on my way to school right now, so I'm getting observed by my boss. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so I was like, I have to talk to Elvis and Danielle before I do this today, and is Scary and Froggy there? Well, Froggy's here. Yeah. Scary's yep. here. There's a uh, there's a uh, Gandhi. We got Hi. producer Sam. Nate, Gandhi, oh my Nate's God, here. We're all there. here. We're all oh here. It's God, like a really bad. Amazing. It's a bad dream. <laughs> it's no, a bad dream. This is crazy. I literally cannot believe this is happening right now. Well, you Derek. guys literally do so much for so many people. You have no idea like how much better you make everybody's lives just by making us all laugh every wow. single day you know what's kind of interesting about that, that is- you, you have no idea that you're actually doing that for us right now yeah, so you know it, it works, oh, works two ways back at you Derek <laughs> good for you crazy and Elvis wedding oh my god I wanted to, uh, me and my friend Megan were so jealous that we weren't there it was crazy well look here's the thing let's start square one we have a we're, we still have a whole year ahead of us we have lots of stuff to accomplish yeah. together you and us Derek and uh who do you teach by the way what, what grade do you teach uh, I teach fourth grade in Bronxville. Shout out to all my Bronxville people right now. All right. Well, look, you go have a, <laughs> That's in Westchester. Go have a great day. <clears throat> and they're very lucky to have you as a teacher, Derek. And thank you so thank much for you. listening. I appreciate that. We're all lucky to have you guys. Can I just tell you, tell you one more thing? Sure. I have an idea for a contest you guys should have. Okay. You should have a contest for somebody who wins a day to sit with you guys. In oh, there. my God. Oh. That would be like last prize. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I don't want to punish I have people. Dream jobs in this world. One is to be a teacher, which I already have, and my second job is to be on Stephen Hunter in the morning. So oh, my God. That's my dream job. You know, we should trade one day. We'll come teach your fourth graders, and you come to our oh, show. Oh, I would love that. That would be amazing. Be and, the- Nate, I'm so happy that you're healthy. Thank Good you. Good luck to you. Aww. Thank you so much, Derek. You know what we do? This show is very healing. We we we, we, we cure cancer. Yes. We uh we we we, yes. we brought uh, we brought uh, Nate back from the dead twice. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> we're doing okay. Well, Derek, look, we're going to send you an Elvis Duran Morning Show shirt, one of our very last ones, and we sure do appreciate you listening, man. Thank you so much. All right, can you can you please uh, destroy it for yeah, me? It will be annihilated. <laughs> Hold on one second, Derek. Wow. So how you like that? And that's just one of the millions of stories that we have listening to our show right now. That that's what freaks me out. I love that. What's on your mind today, Danielle? Um, so I got one of those random texts from a stranger, like thought he was texting someone else, and he sent a picture. He says, hey there, Stephen, it's Matthew. How are you doing? Just sending my photograph. I'm back. I'm going to be going on my next modeling tour on March 31st. Here's what he looks like. Oh, my God. So, oh, wow. did, you, did you text him back? I did. So I yes. texted him back, and I just said... <laughs> Hey, um, nobody here named Steven, but great picture. Good Let me luck. see that. Yeah. Let me see it up close. Send more. So and he the- texted back, I'm so sorry, I'm so embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. And I just wrote oh my back, God. good he, luck. He has no reason. All of us have reason to be embarrassed. <laughs> I was going to say. This guy's hot. I was actually going to forward it to you right away, Elvis, and go, what should I do oh with God. this? Well, I think you know. All, you sent all those pictures to Big Daddy. Yes. <laughs> How pervy is that? Hey, Scary, what's up with you today? Yesterday on The Bachelor, Kelsey got an accidental champagne facial when she went to go drink the champagne, and it went all over her face. And I thought I was so brilliant and so original by trying to get the perfect boomerang of the champagne popping and putting it online, only to find out there were about 1,000 people that did it, like 10 cents. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So if you have an original idea and you think you're so clever, just... 
Just know that it's that good that well, no. 10,000 people have thought about exactly. it. Exactly. That means your idea was great. No. Well, I thought it was a little pervy. Another pervy act. Yeah. <laughs> Someone getting champagne shot on their face. Hey, uh, what's yeah. up with you, Gandhi? I was thinking, I've been thinking a lot because of my DMs. I field a lot of messages for Sam. Sam will say something. People think I said it, and then they ask me, and I don't ever have the details. So sometimes I have to reach out to her. Sometimes I'll just tag her. And I was thinking one of us should change our voice. Okay. <laughs> I think it's here. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you're in here more, so Sam, you have to change your voice. I'll become British. Does that work? Yes. Yeah. Cool. That's okay, good. Okay, yes. I have it. a British accent. I'm going to lean into that. That Thanks. would be very helpful. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's get into your horoscopes. Who do, who do you want to do them with British Sam? Danielle, just so people can tell the difference. <laughs> okay. All right. Very good. All right. Let's uh, see. LL Cool J, Jason Bateman, all celebrating birthdays today. Capricorn, you may feel uh, unsure about how to proceed in your love life. Don't get overwhelmed. Clarity will come with time. Your day's an eight. Aquarius, some things are not within your control. Let go and see where life takes you. Your day's a seven. Hey, Pisces, you've been putting off doing something for a while. It's time to start. No more excuses. Your day is a 10. Aries, you've been socializing so much that it's starting to feel like a burden. Take some time for yourself. Your day's an eight. Hey, Taurus, your enthusiasm might not be for everyone, but don't let that bring you down. Many others love you. Your day's a nine. Ooh, Gemini, you might have a friend who's dependent on you. Expressing your need for space will help you gain some of your independence back. Your day's a seven. Cancer, you may be facing a difficult decision. Don't allow others to influence your personal choices. Trust that gut. Your day is a seven. Leo, you're feeling restless and ready for change. Yes. Start a new creative project <laughs> yes. or visit somewhere you've never been. Oh. Your day's a nine. Oh, my day's a nine? <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. Virgo, multitasking is difficult. Sticking to a game plan may help you juggle your many responsibilities all at once. Your day's an eight. Libra, you're feeling burnt out. Allow yourself time for self-care and pay attention to your health before anything else. Your day's a seven. All right, Scorpio, you've been surrounded by gossip lately. Take a step back. Try not to be overwhelmed with others' personal lives. Your day is an eight. And Sagittarius, you've been wondering about what the future will bring. It's time to realize that you create your reality. Your day's a nine, and those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Danielle. Let's get into the three things we need to know this morning. Gandhi, what are they? Only six Democratic presidential candidates will debate tonight in Des Moines. Those who qualified for the debate are Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, and Tom Steyer. To qualify, you had to really meet a complex criteria involving polling and fundraising, so a lot of people are not going to be there tomorrow tonight. And it's going to be, like I said, in Des Moines on CNN tonight. The Supreme Court is not going to heal, hear the appear of... Uh, I think I have... <sighs> been drinking this. That's yeah, okay. So what about that Supreme Court? The Supreme Court is not going to hear the appeal of Michelle Carter. Michelle Carter is the girl who is the focus of that documentary, I Love You Now Die. She was accused of encouraging her boyfriend to commit suicide via text messages and phone calls. She appealed it on first right amendments. They said nope. So she will be spending up to 15 months in jail. And finally, there's a new word alert. Do you know what Cheadle is? Cheadle? Anyone? Cheadle. No. He's a, an actor. No. <laughs> You are correct about that. What, but what, this is C H E E T L E. What's that? It sounds it's like a, is it like a, a cheat Cheeto? Sort of. It's what? the part of the Cheeto we all love. It's the dust left behind on your fingers. Cheeto. Oh, there is an a, official word for it. Oh my gosh, that's what I lick off. All exactly. The time. You've been licking Cheeto, and it's been around Ooh. for 15 years, but they're just now starting to let the public know that it's a word. They Cheeto. Use it internally. Cheeto. Yes. I finished my Cheetos, but left behind a mountain of Cheetos. All the Cheeto. 
There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Gandhi. You're welcome. Are you guys ready for Tuesday? Yeah. All right. This is this is Ariana Grande. Hey, what's up? It's Halsey. What's up, guys? I'm Khalid. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. WW, formerly Weight Watchers, has launched their most customized program ever. Join WW today and unlock your customized weight loss plan that can make losing weight easier. Go to WW.com to join for free and get two months free. Hurry. Offer ends January 20th. Purchase required. Restrictions apply. We gotta get Diamond in here to tell us what today is. Diamond! She knows that she's on at this break every day, but she's never in here. <laughs> she's out there working so hard. What is today, Diamond? Tell today us right now. Is dress up your pet day! Oh, yes! God, no. How did you dress up Maxi Man? No, he's dressed up like a schnauzer. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm always <laughs> against dressing up your pet. Why? Because they don't know what you're doing. No. It's so cute. I know it's all for us. And it, you know, and sometimes these costumes you put in your pet on your pet are embarrassing. Unless it's the UPS delivery guy costume, and then that one's glorious. Okay. All right. I'm seeing such cute um, costumes. All right. Well, you're not dressing up my dog. Back (laughs) up. Fine. Okay, what what else is uh, going Um, on today? International Kites Day. I love kites. I don't. How can you not like a... Wait, hold on. How come you can't like a kite? It just... Who doesn't like Like, a kite? Have you ever seen the people try to get the kite, like, to fly? I think it's the most terrifying thing ever because you could get caught up in the string. Like, that's that's a fair of mine. It's just so, like... She's probably allergic. Yeah, right. You're so weird. I think kite flying is a lot of fun. I haven't done it since I was a kid. It gets really competitive. Like, in India, they have competitive kite flying where they lace the uh, string with glass and they try to cut each other's strings. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds like uh, Danielle growing up in the Bronx. It really does. (laughs) My God. I like going kite flying on the beach when it's, like, a little bit windy and you run down the beach with the kite. It's awesome. All I think of is someone falling. Oh, God. Like, you know, when you're running with... (laughs) Diamond. You were such a... You're downer diamond. Um, And then it's poetry at work day. Now, what is poetry at work day? You know, you just... Have fun. Uh, what? <laughs> you have fun and like we, because okay. So should we, should we what all, I've realized should we all write poems? I think Ooh. so. What I've realized is that a lot of these national days are literally just to pump up the day and give you something to do while okay. you're bored at work or school. You know? So. Here's an idea while at work or school. Work. Yeah. True. <laughs> There's always that. There's always like get stuff done. Be pro- like productive. That's but good. everyone's jobs aren't as fun as this. You okay, know, you're right. Some people sit there all day. So today is Dress Up Your Pet Day. It's International Kite Day, and it's Poetry at Work Day. Yeah. So maybe if we could uh, if we could spit out a couple of haikus before the end of the show. Yes. I'd be very happy about that. All right, Diamond, thank you so no much. No problem. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. There. I have mine out of the way. Nailed it. <laughs> Did it. I love it. All right. It's producer Sam. Hi. Make us feel good. Okay, so this one's short and it did kind of sting, but I think it was important. Megan DeLasante is the neighbor of the Jersey City police detective, uh, Joseph Seals, who lost his life in the cemetery shootout a few weeks ago. And she has expressed to me so much gratitude for their community because how they've been taking care of his widow, Laura, and their five kids. Over $700,000 have been raised. um, Tunnels to Towers have paid off her mortgage. And recently, Route 23 Honda actually gave her a $40,000 car. Wow. Because with all she has to worry about and all we can't do for her, the community wants to do everything that they can do. And I know it's uh, not a rare thing to feel at a loss for someone else you love who has lost someone. So I'm just really impressed with how the community kind of teamed up because I have a feeling that that support means as much as the monetary value. It's 
really amazing, Megan. Thank you so much for reaching out. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, please email me, sam at elvisduran.com, subject line, feel goods. Excellent, Sam. Thank you so much. Uh, Danielle, what do you got coming up? Oh, we're going to talk Megan and Harry. Oh, we are? Yes. So it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> okay. All right, that and more with Danielle's report on the way. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Oh, some hacks, data breaches, attacks have tainted the cybersecurity landscape of 2019. Now we're moving on to 2020 to try to clean it all up. The victims run the gamut. City and state governments have been hacked. Hospitals, hotels, universities, websites, apps, social media, tech companies, banking and credit giants, to name a few. Uncle Johnny was hacked in 2019. Oh, no. That was the big one. Anyway, so cybersecurity experts estimate that under half of organizations are ready to face a cyber attack or data breach. It's going to happen. That's why you need you need to get cracking on being more cyber safe. Norton and LifeLock are now one company. Norton 360 with LifeLock. It's an all-in-one membership for your cyber safety. It gives your device security, identity theft protection, and a VPN for online privacy. It's pretty cool. I would never be without them. I don't care if they don't advertise with us anymore. I will not live without them. Well, let's not get all crazy. (laughs) We're happy to have them be a part of our show. You know what I mean. I know. Look, no one can prevent all cybercrime and identity theft and all that, but Norton 360 with LifeLock is a powerful way, a powerful ally for you to save your cyber safety. What? Sign up today. Save 25% or more off your first year. Go to Norton.com slash Elvis. That's Norton.com slash Oh, my God. Holy crap. Hi. Oh, hi. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I saw this thing on Instagram the other day. The koalas of New York City. Oh, And I thought it was so cool. It's a guy. I I just know of one guy who's doing it. Is this an organization doing it? Uh, Producer Sam? Yeah, it's a a team here. It's called Cummins and Partners NYC. And it's a company here, but they have Australian roots. So they're like, hell, we're going to do something to help out our family. So if you're walking around New York City and you see these stuffed koala bears hanging off uh, like uh, street signs yeah. and, and telephone poles and stuff like that, they're putting them up. Tell them the story. So there's about 100 of them out right now, and they have another 160 they're going to be putting out. And these koalas are just hanging on to different things throughout the city, and oh. they have a tag. And one... The front side has a fact. So this says one billion of the world's unique wildlife has died in the Australian bushfires. And the back has a code you can scan and you can actually just donate right there to help the efforts. Right. Which is incredible. And so far, they actually just reached their goal. It must have been early this morning of $10,000. But there is no goal. Keep going. Yeah. The goal is keep going. Forever. And they gave us a koala bear to hang up in the room, Elvis. I love that. That's so cute. You better make sure you like lock that thing up. Someone's going to walk away with it. Gandhi. Danielle. (laughs) I I actually retweeted. (laughs) I retweeted a tweet from them. or It's so cool what they're doing. I love it. They have the GoFundMe page going. They have reached their $10,000 goal as you said uh koalas for new york city if koalas just, of new york of new york city just do a, a do a search yeah. you'll you'll figure it out it's all good hey uh god we got phone calls coming in here let me uh go over here and talk to uh catherine hi catherine hi how's everything in philly today oh you know not bad not bad Still i love dark. philly I, we love we love philadelphia i love living there i miss it sometimes hey listen uh we're talking about how today is international poetry at work day yeah. Uh, you actually won a national poetry contest. Oh. Have you guys ever known mm-hmm. someone who won? No. Who won no. a national poetry contest? I don't think how, so. How much did you win? Uh, so it was only $1,500. Only? I, I won, 
Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I won right after I graduated um, from Westchester University with my bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, getting ready to pay back student loans. So $1,500 was, you know, not bad. So I've never known someone who has won money from a national poetry contest. And so it was a, yeah. it was in the form of a haiku? Yes. Yep. Do you remember it? Do you have it by memory? I do, because I've recited it so many times. Do you mind? Do you guys want to hear her yeah, yeah, yeah. award-winning yeah. haiku? All yeah. right, here we, it, this is $1,500. Go. Yeah. Um, so it's called Earthed. Uh, it says, heavy with fresh snow, my limbs and branches bend down to my dirt-filled shoes. Oh, that's deep. Awesome. $1,500. Bam, yeah. just like that. And I counted. I know my sister. My sister did the math. I think she said it was like eighty something dollars per syllable. Wow. Yeah, it was. And you did it right. It was five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. How long did it take you to write that? <laughs> um, I think like five minutes. Hmm. There you go. Okay. Not bad. Fifteen hundred dollars yeah. for five you minutes know. work. Wow. Now we were having this debate in the room the other day when I was learning about haiku when I was much younger. I was told that haikus are typically or originally always in the form of uh, about nature. It's, it's all about nature in haikus. Mm-hmm. Then someone in the room told me that's not true. So what is, what, is, what is the truth there? So traditionally they are about nature, and usually we teach them. I'm, I'm a teacher, but usually we teach them as 575, but they don't actually have to be. Right. Um, five syllables, then seven, then five. Um, and mine just happened to be about nature. I don't think with the contest it even had to be. Wow. But it just kind of worked out that way. There you go. Haiku, Catherine, $1,500 yeah. for five minutes work. But there's Good more than you, that. Girl. I mean, you put your brain in yeah. your heart. Too. Wait, what, Nate? Why are you looking at it? Gandhi and I had the same look. I, <laughs> haikus, I thought, I'm sorry, Catherine. I thought they were 575. Now, now they don't have to be? Well, you're just throwing away the rules of haikuness? Yes, yeah, so right. they're like, really technically no, not a haiku yeah. if it's not 575. Right. Well, and well, not about nature? Like, what Nate just said was well, a haiku, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to go ahead and, and, and listen to what Catherine has to say. She is much more polished on this topic than we are. <laughs> but if Oh, and she didn't even know it. What? If there are no rules, then it doesn't exist, right? <laughs> I don't know. Anything. <laughs> There's got maybe a modification of haikus. Well, you know, like, let's just open our minds, people. Okay, you know what? Leave it to the people in this room to get all ass chapped over a haiku. We get no. ass chapped over everything, Elvis. I mean, Stop come it. on. I just need I'm just saying if it's not five seven five, why isn't it just a sentence? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I think I have I have this year's national uh, haiku poetry contest uh, winner. Ready? I yeah. have a bad cramp. It must be something I ate. I am gonna fart. <laughs> I love it. That's about nature. Fifteen hundred. I think fifteen thousand. Uh, yeah. 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 Cost of living. All right. Thank you, Catherine. Congratulations, and thanks for spreading some. Uh, some some class on our otherwise unclassy <laughs> show. Congrats. Thanks oh, for, for listening sure. to us. Have a great day, okay? Right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Uh, this is a weird call from Pauline. Of course, not only is it um, poetry, poetry at Work Day, that's why we're talking about the haiku, but it's also International Kite Day. So Diamond comes in and says she's deathly afraid of kites, yeah, which just sounds so strange. So, strange. But, so we found someone else, Pauline. Hi, Pauline. Good morning. Morning. Hello, ladies. Hello, Hello ladies. Lady. So wait. You, you agree with Diamond? You don't like kites? I do. So I'm not necessarily afraid of them, but it gives me so much anxiety knowing that, like, what if it doesn't fly? <laughs> you will rebuild. Like my, my mother would bring my sister up to the mountain by where we live and would go fly kites. And I'm like, no, I'm not going. And I would stay home. 
Well, I mean, if it doesn't fly, then okay, it just doesn't fly. And what happens if the string gets tangled? Like that's just that's just too much. <laughs> oh my, oh my god! Right. Okay, look, I, who are we to say? Who are we to say that you know? <laughs> that Pauline, that's a problem. What, what, uh, Danielle? This says on on the Google, there is no actual name for a fear of kites, which is strange given the number of people who actually have this phobia. The closest is paramerhanophobia. Paramerhanophobia. Yeah, which is the fear of flying or flying objects such as birds, planes, kites, etc. So, are you scared of all flying objects or just kites with strings? Um, well, kites with strings, and I hate flying on planes, so... Yeah, and they don't have strings, thank but, God. But you're not afraid. You just you just don't like the the, the, the yeah. possible, uh, <laughs> like, the tragedy that could occur while flying tragedy. a kite. <laughs> right, like, you see in the movies, like, they try to fly the kites, and, like, they don't go anywhere, and the person gets sad. I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and nor do we want that for you. <laughs> All right, Polly. Well, listen, thanks oh, for man. listening to us, and I'm of glad course. to know you're out there somewhere. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know, I got to tell you, when we were in uh, the British Virgin Islands, we were on the beach, and these two guys, buff guys, show up with, and they open up this big, like, look like a tent of gear, and they pull out these massive kites, and they pull out their boards, and they go uh, uh, surf. Uh, oh, kite surfing? Kite surfing. Oh, that oh. looks like the most fun, amazing thing ever. I Talk, do it. Now, that scares me, because they were, like, rise, they were raising into the air, well, like, sure. off the water. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. That looks awesome. Though. That was frightening. Uh, hello, Aaron. Hi, good morning. Well, hello, and uh, buongiorno. Um, so, back in high school, I took Italian, and there was an Italian poetry contest that I won. Well, you oh. did? Now, d- did you yeah. speak Italian well enough to be able to make a, a, a to form a poem that made sense? <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, the poem, it was actually, my teacher was like, um, so guys aren't that good at Italian, so here's a list of poems, and we basically memorized the poem, and we kind of had to act it out as we uh, presented it to the people. There you so go. So based on what the poem was, yeah, so based on what the poem was, you had to act like happy or sad or however, whatever the tone was. You know what? We have our own uh, form of Italian poetry on our, on our show. I'm afraid to know what it is. No. <laughs> Honk of your horn, flash of your lights. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening today, Aaron. We, we appreciate it. Thank you. Do you remember how this goes? Hawk of your horn, flash of your lights? Yeah. Well, we, do, we know you're driving. We know you have a horn. We know you have a, you have lights. So we're asking you to hunk of your horn and flash of your lights. <laughs> Don't be afraid of flying kites. <laughs> oh, my. I've got mites. Hawk <laughs> of your horn and flash of your lights. What a poem. I know. I you're know. a poet and didn't even know it. <laughs> Come on, who wants to play Honk of Your Horn and Flash of Your Lights? Come on! <laughs> Anyone? Yes. Uh, yes, Froggy, go. Honk of Your Horn, Flash of Your Lights. If you're going to work out, I hope you're wearing tights. <laughs> Honk of Your Horn, Flash of Your Lights. Nate had a stroke, but now he's all right. <laughs> Honk of Your Horn and Flash of Your Lights. <laughs> See, we're all Italian poets. Honk of Your Horn, Flash of Your Lights. We like people to get along. We don't want no fights. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Danielle. Gone. Oh, we, oh, we, need, we need some Italian poetry. Hunk of your horn. Flash of your lights. Gandhi is cute, oh. but she has no height. <laughs> 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 what is it? Hunk of your horn. Flash of your lights. Hunk 
honking your horn, flashing your lights. I don't need mail, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Make it right. Go ahead. Honk out your horn and flash out your lights. <laughs> honk out your horn. Yes. Flash your lights. Yep. I hope that I get laid tonight. Honk <laughs> <laughs> your horn. Flash your lights. Oh, Froggy. You just might. Flash <laughs> <laughs> your lights. Ready? Here we go. Flash your lights. Honk your horn. No, I'm going to the bathroom to watch some porn. No, no, no. It's wrong. It's wrong. You screwed it, you screwed it all up. It's honk your horn, flash your lights. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's called, called creative, creative license. license. I can do what I want. It's no, it's service. called crap. <laughs> so I didn't tell you guys that in the first grade, I was a finalist oh. for the New York City subway panels, Poetry and Motion, the way they write poetry on the, on the billboards. And here's yeah. my four-line poem. What is it? Give oh, it to us, Gary. You gave us the setup. Let's just hear the poem. Okay. The muggers hide. The children cried. Worlds collide. On a subway ride. Oh. Oh. Scary. Oh, honk your horn. <laughs> your lights. He's scary, Jones. He ain't too bright. Honk <laughs> <laughs> your horn and flash your lights. Honk your, your lights. Mm. <laughs> now, okay, if you're driving around right now, look around. Do you see anyone honking their horns and flashing their lights? <laughs> His texter says... No what? more honky horn flashy lights for me. I just got pulled over. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, people are sending dirty ones in here. We can't read those. All right, all right. Honky <laughs> your horn. I'm waiting. Flashy your lights. lights. Come on, Gandhi. I can't think of anything that rhymes with lights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Another day of honky your horn and flashy lights. Oh, we haven't done the Danielle report, have we? Okay. Sorry, we were so busy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I have more. Well, we may do that again later. Well, okay, Gary's poem about the subway. Like, no wonder it didn't win because it was about the terrible ride you're about to take. I know. The children hide. Like, what? God. Let's get into the Daniel Let's report. Play again, please. I beg. I have more. Oh. You, you have another one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honk at your horn. Here we go. Flash your lights. <laughs> this year's Oscars. Are full of whites. Oh! <laughs> Anyone? Go ahead, Froggy. Hug your horn. Hug your horn. Flash your lights. Flash your lights. My dogs, Rocky and Rex, they never bite. Oh, hug your horn. Flash your lights. Look at Danielle. What a beautiful sight. Oh! How nice. Oh. All right. So why don't we start then with the Oscars? <laughs> Good night. Are you okay? So what about Scary? He's not too bright. I'm still laughing about that one. I think that one was repurposed. Ooh, hug your heart. Flash your lights. Yeah, the Oscars are white. Just like the debate tonight. Hug your heart. Flash your lights. Anyone? Anyone? Look at Gandhi. Right. She's high as a kite. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no shit. Yeah, you're as high as a kite. Okay. Where were we? I got one more. No, hold on to it. We, we can be here all day. Yes, Patricia. What's going? What's going on, Patricia? Hi, I'm driving to work, and I was, you know, honking and singing along and uh, flashing my lights, and I somebody just gave me the middle finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> I guess it's too early for all that noise yeah. that I was making. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, Patricia, thank you for playing along. You know we love you. Thank you so much.
Thank you. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Thank you very much. Danielle. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the white Oscars, shall we? The hashtag is the hashtag Oscars so white. It's going around. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the second time that that's happened. Um, so Joker does have the most nominations with 11. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, Spike Lee, they will not be coming to the Oscars again because of feeling that they're not getting recognition in, in the category. So um, that's going on right now. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, let's talk about the Queen. Queen Elizabeth has released her first official statement oh. following Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's decision to step back as senior royals. What did I say? Oh, well, Queenie, you say that you understand Meghan and Harry's wish to live a more independent life as a family, and you will help them take the steps that they need. I did. Yes, you did. Well, I made a mistake. It's not what I meant. <laughs> Speaking of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, they filed trademark documents in the UK to use the phrase Sussex Royal because they wanted, you know, merchandising and all that stuff. Well, they didn't do it in the States. So some guy named Joe Fogelson, he looked it up and he's like, dude, it's available. I'm going to take it. What's he going to do with it? So, well, this is the thing. He said he didn't take it because he wanted to really do anything with it. He just took it because it was available. Because he so, wants to sell it to them when they well, want it. No. no. He said he's willing to give it to them for free. <gasps> he just wants them to learn a lesson that, hey, <laughs> make sure in the future you got everything with your name on it. That's really what they're saying. It's so he's for- teaching the monarchy a lesson. There you go. Thank there you, Joel. So- I want to say thank you for trying to teach us a lesson. <laughs> and furthermore, I feel that my kids should go off to America and live the life they want to live. I'm cutting their asses off. Yes. <laughs> little crapheads. How dare you? Yes, little crapheads. Back crap to you, Danielle. Okay, so Sia is a mom. She was uh, discussing this with GQ magazine. She said she recently adopted a son. She also was talking about how she has a no-strings sex arrangement with her friend Diplo. Mm, she said this She does year, or she wanted well, one? Well, she says, this year I wrote him a text and I said, hey, listen, you're like one of five people I'm sexually attracted to and I'm going to be single for the rest of my life since I've adopted a son. I don't have time for a relationship, so if you're interested in some no-sex sex, then hit me up. No so we don't know what sex. happened. Well, she says that they have a very hard time not having sex. Like, the the, the wow. thing now is to try to keep away from each other and not do it. Well, I mean, his name alone makes me horny. I know. Yeah. Dip so, low. But I'm, I'm wondering if they have had sex yet or if they're just waiting to have sex. That's my question. Uh, I'm really attracted to Diplo, too. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, model Gigi Hadid was summoned to New York State Supreme Court on Monday and questioned about being a potential juror for Harvey Weinstein's rape trial. Mm. Um, they basically said, hey... Could you, you know, could you be okay with this? And she was like, yeah. She goes, I would be fine with this. I, I wouldn't be biased. What? Hello, lady. I, how, <laughs> how could you not? Man, I would walk in and they would say, what do you think? Guilty? Yeah, but you can't say that because you want to get on the jury. I don't want to get on the jury. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, how do they know all these people aren't lying? They don't know. And how are they going to find, like they're looking at 120 prospective jurors right now. How are you going to find someone who has not heard about this case? Who's honestly? There's got to be people out there who just don't know what's going on in the world. I yeah. don't know. Head man. in the sand. It's yeah. gonna, <laughs> I think that's really weird. Um, Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian. This is just an FYI. To make that puppet, it costs five million dollars. Why? Yep. Could have used me for way cheaper. <laughs> yeah, you would hide yourself out for cheaper. <laughs> way cheaper. Our little uh, personal Yoda. Yes. I'm looking for television. Hold on. Where can I find right. it? It's, who cares? Don't, don't it's F TV. with cats on Netflix. That's oh, really? Is that your go-to? Because well, you can't find your... Yeah, 
Yeah, we really liked that. Well, <clears throat> not liked it, but you know what I mean. No, I hated it, but I had to watch the whole thing. But it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Oh, next hour, you know what we got to talk about? What? We have to talk about... The penis gummies. Okay. Did you hear about the oh, penis it's gummies? Around. Yeah. And what yeah. about Jeopardy? We got Jeopardy. Oh, Je- well, yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, okay. Oh, my gosh. Elvis Duran in the morning show. There's no single perfect bowl of oatmeal. I like mine sweet. You might like your savory. But when you start with whole grain Quaker oats, there's your perfect bowl. And that's what matters. Look for Quaker oats, instant Quaker oatmeal, and Quaker oatmeal cups. Quaker oats, our oats, your creation. So much going on. Friend poaching. Scary's yes. losing his man card. Oh, yeah. man. Scary. Well, I, I got to be honest. I he had that in the, to begin with. I got to be honest. I've, I never applied for a man card. <laughs> never received one. Maybe it got lost in the mail. <laughs> never, never got a man card. Mm. I would like to apply for one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you where this is coming from. <laughs> Scary was watching the, with The Bachelor. Yeah. And yesterday I posted on my Instagram Kelsey and her champagne... Uh, Facial, whatever you call it, whatever it was. Yes. Oh, it was a champagne explosion. You'll see it. Anyway, uh, the point is, this guy comments, you're a grown man watching The Bachelor when the National College Football Championship is on. That's a violation. And then he was almost going to say, then someone else wrote, take away this guy's man card. Why? We don't watch college football in my house I, either. I watch the whole thing. Can I have your man card? <laughs> then I don't have to apply for one. Can, wait, hold on. Can you endorse your man card over to her? Sign it over. Sign it, sign it, sign it over. Thank you. I just didn't know. I think the concept of the man card is pretty much played yeah. out. Is, is it, I know, but then again, I never had one. Who am I? I don't know. <laughs> I've been judged in my own group of friends for not drinking certain drinks. Oh, you chose this. You chose a uh, an ultra. Were you drinking a Cosmopolitan while watching The Bachelor? <laughs> Or drinking a lager while watching the college championship football game. When are we going to come to a point where we stop, we stop being judged? I don't know. But Never. you know what? Just as soon as we uh, end this conversation about hating being judged, we'll judge someone. 100%. <laughs> we all do it all the time. We will. Yeah. Maybe it won't be as cruel, maybe. I don't know. Okay. It'll take away your man card. Because yeah. I know the other day someone told me they had to take away my gay card. You Why? had a gay card and a What'd man card? What'd you do non-gay? But I, it was stupid because I said I can't cut hair. Oh, I'm card old. revoked. Wait a minute, all gay people can cut hair? It's, it, it, that's my point. It's like, we're going to tackle your gay card. Okay, well, great. You can have it. Whatever. But you can decorate and cook, so you have that. I can. <laughs> if you want to walk down stereo, Stereotype Avenue. <laughs> and time. you do other things that are on the gay card list. Thank so you, Froggy. Sure, What's that gone? Pretty sure you get your card. <laughs> I, I keep my card. I have a whole deck of cards. What? One time I was boxing, and a girl in my boxing class passed out, and everyone just looked at me like I was supposed to fix it. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not a doctor. And the shock and awe on their faces, because the Indian wasn't a doctor. They're like, what? You have to give up your Indian card. My card. Daniel, what card do you have? I don't know. What do Italians do? Straight Nate, you have to give up your stroke victim card. (laughs) I'll never give that up. I I will never. I got that punched twice. And Froggy, Froggy, what card do you have? You know. I don't know. Redneck card? I I don't don't give up. Well, yeah, you're way too... Cosmopolitan, you need to give up your redneck card. Right. I don't know. You know, I guess, you know, we're always profiling each other. It's so strange. Yeah. Anyway, Scary, you yeah. watch the you watch the, the Bachelor and drink whatever you want to drink. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Don't worry about it. I still have my man card. You still have your man card. <laughs> Never got mine. Uh, okay, so I was telling a, a friend a story of uh, two families that I brought together through whatever circumstances, uh, vacation, whatever, 
And now those two families, even though they live in the same town, they didn't really know each other as best friends. Mm -hmm. But now that I brought them together, we brought them together on vacation, the two families have become friends. Oh, yay. And I think it's so great. Yeah. So I was telling a friend about this. I'm like, oh, my God. Over here, we have Michaeline and Matt and their kids. And over here, Mayor Javier and his daughters. You know, they've known each other, but they weren't, like, really good friends. But now they're hanging out with each other. They went and did karaoke the other night, and they had dinner with each other last night. And I, I said, I think that's so cool. I love seeing when I introduce friends and make them closer, and they become friends off on their own. Then my friend says this. Don't you get a little upset when you see them together and you introduce them? And I sat there and looked at her and said, no. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. I actually, I think it's great. I love that. You know me. I'd rather stay home anyway. I don't want to go out with any yeah. of these people. But I I love them all. They're my friends. They're my family. And I was just, there is still this mentality out there where I introduced them and now they're friends. They're not inviting me out. Yeah. That's a problem. Well, they should invite you out if you're around, though. I... Well, can't they be friends? Sure. Look, I'm going to be out in Santa Fe in a couple of weeks. And, and and if they if I hear that they all went to dinner and didn't invite me, I don't think I'll have a problem with it. See, well, I mature. think it depends. Like for you, it's different. I think because they have children involved and they both have children in common. So I have a schnauzer. Different. Okay, you do. Okay, your schnauzer's <laughs> not going to the restaurant. At least I don't think so. Uh-huh. But if it's like a friend, like say Scary had a a friend, a really good friend, and then I started hanging out with them, and then they just started hanging out with me, and then we didn't invite Scary anymore. If I was scary, I'd be a little bit upset about I'd it. I'd feel poached. Yeah, I'd, I'd be. I'd feel a little left out. Friend Your friend was poached. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't expect you to always invite me. All right. But I don't expect you to ignore me either. It's it's so bad. I had a conversation with someone who uh, we know, and they're going through the same thing where they've become friends with someone that a friend introduced them to, and now they they don't post when they go out. Oh. They they they, they tiptoe. See, that's that's sketchy. They yeah. tiptoe in, in. That would make in, me even more angry. In private. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I always say, they tiptoe like the sounds of the plunking harp. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> While they're tiptoeing around oh and looking around every corner. Blink, 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 <laughs> blink. You, you shouldn't have to live your life like that. No. You shouldn't. As a friend poacher, I like your attitude toward it, but I am not so big. <laughs> oh, really? So if someone poached your friend, you would have a little difficulty with I that. might. I think if they weren't inviting me out and they were all doing all kinds of fun stuff, and then I put you guys together and we were always cool, but now, oh, you guys have your own little relationship. I'd feel like I was being cheated on. Yeah. Wow. I okay. see, totally well, see that. All right. I guess, I guess you know, it, every situation has different shades of whatever. I get it. Okay. And I like to think I'm a polite friend poacher. Like, if right. I poached your friends, I would always invite you out. Right. Okay. I like that. Yeah. But here's the thing. I just, I actually, I beam with pride if I see friends I introduced hanging out with each other. I think it's great. I feel like I like I formed this new circle of friendship. I think it's cool. I give myself a lot of credit. Good for Yeah, and I've poached from you. You have good friends. I think it's important to poach from you. Who have you poached from me? I really like your friend Mikey, and I really like your friend Aaron. <laughs> All right. We, we talk. Well, let us know when we're going out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you went out with Mikey and Richie, or uh, my friend Aaron, I would have no problem with it. I, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't think twice. Am I? Am I weird for not thinking? Turn that off. Am I weird for th- like not worrying about it? I think you're probably in the minority. Yes. 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 I don't yes, think it's are. necessarily weird, <laughs> yes. but I think most people would have a problem with it. You might just be a little more mature and uh, more yeah. progressive than the rest of us. But you know me. At the end of the day, I'd rather stay home. Right. Well, that's but fair. Maybe that's you, it. Wouldn't you rather them say, "Hey, just so you know, I'm inviting Gandhi out." 
like tonight? Is no, that okay? That, really? That means you feel guilty and feel like you have to tell me? No. Well, yeah, because it, they, she, they were your friend, you know. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't have a problem. I've done that before and I got pissed. Tell you what. Tell you what. Invite them all out. Okay. Don't tell me, but post it on, post it on the social and I'll see if I get mad. <laughs> Never do such I, a thing. I could not care less. Okay. I just couldn't. Anyway, why are you laughing? Because I want to see if you get pissed too. <laughs> I don't think I'm pissed. No, this could go terribly wrong. Because what if he does? I'm okay. I'm all right. Do it. Scenario. What's scary? What if Gandhi and Mikey pop out at a party and you show up at the same party, but you didn't know that they were going to that party? You wouldn't feel slighted that you didn't. No. Know okay, again, I mean, are we just circling the drain here? No. Okay. No. Throw me another one. What scenario say, would upset you? No. If we took Max and went to a party. No. Okay. Nothing. Now, what if we went to the game? <laughs> and you're sitting right next to us and we invite you to the game. <laughs> no. Again, no, Scary. Give me another one. What if we went out with no. Howard Stern? <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, oh my God. Oh. I, oh. No, I'd be I'd be jealous, but that you got to hang out with Lord God of all media, Howard Stern. But no, I'm fine. Let's move on. This is silly now. You're impossible to peeve. This is amazing. No, no, the, oh no, I am not impossible. <laughs> well, on this it one, it is totally possible to peeve me. All right, can we move forward, yes. please? What do you have? Ready. Three things from Gandhi. Three things. So the Senate impeachment trial of President Trump could begin in a few days. We know that the House voted to impeach him back in December, but Nancy Pelosi never sent the two articles because they're trying to get some more witnesses to subpoena. So that could be happening soon. You can't smoke cigars in the locker room, even if you're national champions. Yesterday, the LSU Tigers beat the Clemson, also Tigers, and they decided they were going to smoke some cigars in the locker room. Uh. The police came in and said, if you guys don't put those out immediately, I am going to arrest you. I don't care if it's the best day of your life. You're breaking the rules. But there's video everywhere of their quarterback smoking a cigar. And finally... We officially have the most miserable age. Any guesses what the most miserable age of your life is? Uh, I would say in the 20s. No. No, Thir- what? 35. What? It's apparently 47.2 years old. Oh, Why is that miserable? Yeah, uh, because I guess it goes in a U-shaped pattern. So you're happy when you're 18, <laughs> and then in your 20s and 30s, they say it declines. I disagree with that. And it declines all the way up until you're 47, at which point it starts to swing back the other way, and you oh, get good. happier and happier oh, again. That's nice. So by the time you're 70 years old, you are the happiest that you've been since <laughs> you were 18. I'm fighting. Now, <laughs> now that I'm over 50, I'm senile and loving life. Oh, yay. Exactly. Who are you people? Why are we here? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think whatever age Brody is is the most miserable age. Oh my God. <laughs> <Age> Brody. <laughs> and he's not laughing. He's Hang miserable. Brody. He's miserable. <laughs> How old are you, Brody? That's the miserable age. I don't want to talk about it. I see. <laughs> can we go back to friend poaching? No. If I slept with Alex, would you be okay with that? You can have him. Oh my God. Good luck. Wiener you poaching. take sl- wiener poaching. Yes. Don't poach my wiener. Wiener poaching. Don't Can't poach the wiener. wiener. Uh, yeah, I'd have a problem with that. Uh, all right, so Rayo's Homemade, giving you $1,000 with the Rayo's Homemade free money phone tab. Coming up next. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. You're a dumbass. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Morning Show. You got any money? The free money phone tab. I got to tell you, thanks to Rayo's Homemade, you're about to win $1,000. And I have something else I have to admit to you. What? I went one night without eating Rayo's homemade. Oh, you did? I know. Are one you night. okay? I don't know. I'm back on it tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm back on my Rayo's tonight. <laughs> Rayo's homemade, uh, the highest quality ingredients like whole leaf basil and naturally sweet Italian tomatoes. Even Italian moms, like Scary's mom, yep. says Rayo's is her favorite. Rayo's homemade. 
100%. She puts it in the Sunday sauce. She does. Hey, put Absolutely. it in the sauce. It's true. Uh, Rayo's homemade. They take their time to make it delicious. Authentically Italian food. You have more time to spend with your friends and family so you're not sitting over a, a pot of sauce all day. Let them sit over the pot of sauce all day. Rayo's homemade sauces, pasta, and soups. All found at major food retailers and in my pantry. I love it. <laughs> if you want to win $1,000 in the Rayo's Homemade $1,000 free money phone tap, just be caller 100 right now. 1 800 242 0100. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. I love it when Froggy's got a phone tap. Yes. What do you have, Froggy? Our listener, Dana, reached out to us. She wants to phone tap her husband. She likes to make these trendy purchases, and it really pisses him off. So she uh, purchased a juice cleanse. She had it delivered when she knew that he would be home to accept the order, and now he's mad at how much it costs. (laughs) So she calls to check in on him, and I come in later as an employee of the juice cleanse company. Let's listen in to Froggy's phone tap. Hello? Hey, honey. Just wanted to check in. Check this out. I just received a package from this juice cleanse company, and they're charging us $325. Hold on, though. Okay, it, it was a really, really good deal. Are you kidding me, Dana? I mean, you always want me to, to discuss our finances with you before I make a purchase, but you don't do it with me. What's your problem? Celebrities are doing it. The only reason why all these celebrities are supposedly using it is because these multi-billion dollar corporations are actually paying these celebrities to be the face of these companies so they can fool people like you. You better call this company and return this I mean, it's not going to be easy. They don't do refunds. What do you mean it's not going to be easy if they don't get any refunds? What, it's easy for them to charge my card, right, and send us some some grass on the mail, and then they say it's good. Healthy? That's easy for them, right? No, no, it's going to be easy for you to pick up the phone and call these bastards and get our money back. Just stay on the line. Just, just stay on the line. I'm going to call right now. Come on. This is the Nerf Booth Cleanse Hotline. May I get your order number, please? 572-829. All right. Now, who am I speaking with? Is this Dana? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Uh, and my, right, husband, Dana, um, my husband's on the line, too. Now, I see that you, you didn't order our waters. You know that when you order the, uh, the the water, we recommend adding chlorophyll and aloe vera waters to supplement your cleanse each day. It's great to aid in digestion and, and, and raise your alkaline levels. Oh, how much is that? Dana, Dana, stop asking how much it is. We're calling for a purpose, all right? Excuse me? Listen, buddy, we're here calling because we want to return the product that you guys sold my wife. Are you not aware of the advantages of juicing? Listen, I don't give a we're calling because we're returning the product. No, but Lewis, listen, he's making good points. Dana. Dana. Yeah. Stop. If you're looking okay. for a simple, clean, and green cleanse for the most nutrient-dense, oh leafy this, greens, create the base in our low-sugar green number one. still trying to sell us. Wow. Are you kidding me? With the- what do you mean? Wow, Dana. What you- he's sucking you in again. Stop acting so dumb. If I could speak with my manager today, and maybe we could uh, get you down to the three-day cleanse. That's one ninety-nine when you include the waters. One ninety-nine for water? Yeah, no, no. I want my money back. I'm sending your product back. It hasn't even been thirty days. We just received the product. Okay. We don't do a thirty-day money-back guarantee. We do a thirty-hour money-back guarantee. Thirty-hour? Are you kidding me with this? I haven't even had it for 30 hours. I I'm looking try. here at the ship date. This was shipped two days ago. Therefore, that would be 48 hours. You're past your return policy. We just received the product right now. Right now. It hasn't been 30 hours. I want my money back now. You know, so you sound angry. And a lot of times when you're constipated angry. and things aren't going well in your angry. body, it makes you angry. How about I take a 
on your face, huh? Excuse me, sir. There's one other thing I'd like to run by you. What's that face? You've been phone tapped. What? This is Froggy from Elvis Duran in the morning show. Uh, <laughs> what? No, man, no way. Yo. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do with all that juice sitting at your front door. But... Oh, man, babe, you're too much, man. That's f***ed up. That's <laughs> that was excellent, Froggy. You sound angry. You, you know sound... you're not. This is why you're constipated. <laughs> you're constipated and you're angry. Have some juice. That's why you're all mad. Have some juice and uh, push that stuff out. Juice up. Thank you, Froggy. You're welcome. Uh, if you have an idea, I love that. By the way, when people realize they've been phone tapped and they yeah. know what a phone tap is, because yeah. not all not all the people know. But when they do, they're like, "Oh man, no." <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much, Froggy. That was great. If you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. Go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. And we go talk to Angela. Angela, you just won $1,000. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my, oh, oh my God, I'm gone. You got it. <laughs> Isn't that great? I, oh, my God, I can't even believe it. <laughs> you did. Thanks to Rayo's Homemade, we're sending you oh $1,000. You just spend it any way you want. It's all yours, okay? Oh, my God, I love you guys. I listen every single day. I know everybody says it, but, oh, my God, you guys are fabulous. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Angela. It's great knowing that you're out there listening. We do appreciate it. Hold on one second. Enjoy your cash. Spend it all on yourself. Don't give it away. Uh, Rayo's Homemade, thank you so much for being a part of the Rayo's Homemade free money phone tap this week. If you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. And make sure you support our friends at Rayo's Homemade. The sauces, they have all different kinds of sauces. I put them on everything. Mm-hmm. I love it. I actually went a day without it yesterday, and I miss it. Oh, so don't tonight, do that again. Have tonight, it today. tonight, I'm back on the Rayo's homemade train. Hey, let's talk about um, Doctor Oz. He he put it out there. He really believes that you should not eat past 7 p.m. and not eat before 11 a.m. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. He wants you to uh, start eating at 11 a.m. and stop eating at 7 p.m. There's no way in hell we could do that. At least us. Uh, I think we could. I've done it. But if we so choose to do so. Yeah, yeah, you've done it, right, Frog? Yeah, I've done it. It, it, The the hardest part is the don't eat until 11 a.m. The the 7 p.m. is not that difficult. I know it's difficult if you have kids and they have practice and everything else and you're out late. I know it's difficult. But the 11 o'clock is hard because you want to eat breakfast. We're up so early. Did you feel it did anything for you when you did it? Yes. Yes, I did because your body starts working very hard to digest the food and to get everything going during that time period. And you're always better if you don't eat after 7 p.m. It's much, much better for your body to burn whatever you've eaten if you don't eat past 7. Well, a lot of people, of course, uh, have come out of of the shadows and said, hey, Dr. Oz, no, bad idea. Especially, you know, if you work out in the morning, you need to have some protein and carbs and stuff going to get your engine going so you can have energy to work out or to get through the day or whatever. Me, I just, I think caffeine's fine. (laughs) And so good for you, too. I had an apple on my way in this morning, Mm -hmm. and now my stomach, I swear it's eating itself. That's how hungry I am right now. Like, I can feel it going. I couldn't wait till 11. I I think I might pass out on the floor. You know, Dimitri, my friend Dimitri, he doesn't eat from Saturday morning until Sunday morning. Whoa. Of all the days of the week, that's a really tough one, too. Yeah. I don't why? know, you know. The, I, why, why does he do that? He chose it's, to uh, it's fasting. fast. Yeah. God bless yeah. him. I did Intermittent that, fasting is the big deal. Yeah, that 24 hours, if you fast for 24 hours, that whatever enzymes are in your body that help you to digest, they double. I don't know if that's true, but I have read that about 24-hour fast. So Mark Wahlberg comes out and says, Dr. Oz, no, wrong. And I don't know if you've seen lately, but Mark Wahlberg's been in the press with his body. He's been working out like a like a crazy man. He looks mm-hmm. great. He does. Mm-hmm. 
And he's saying he he wants to challenge Dr. Oz. And I'm not quite sure what the details are, but I think it involves not eating versus eating and then working out. And then Dr. Oz, was, TMZ has a story about Dr. Oz like challenging him to like either push-ups or something like that. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with Dr. Oz. Neither would I. My money's usually on him. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he sent me... He sent me a text the other day. Mark Wahlberg says, Dr. Oz is dead wrong about canceling breakfast. Okay. It's a TMZ story. So anyway, uh, Dr. Oz says, since the hashtag cancel breakfast debate is hot, curious when you eat your first meal, do you wait a few hours or God forbid even work out on an empty stomach or eat early before entering the studio? You should pull your team in the morning. So uh, many say that they force breakfast because they thought it was the most important meal of the day. Mm. We've always been told that. Yeah. I eat when I'm hungry, which is usually mm, about an hour after I get in here. If right. there's food around, all these these cereals <laughs> back there, I'll get the cereal. Yeah, I definitely eat within the first few hours. Like right now, you know, David Burke had it brought it, some tons of food out there. Well, not a ton, a little bit of food. <laughs> in fact, he didn't bring enough for anyone. But anyway. <laughs> and it's just sitting out there waiting for us, but we're waiting for, you know, Chef David to show and up. what did I say? It's going to get cold before he gets here. But there's not enough out there. I wouldn't worry about it. By I the w- way, the exact challenge Dr. Oz is challenging Wahlberg to, a one-legged push-up contest. <laughs> One leg. And he is confident he can beat Wahlberg. Without eating breakfast. Especially, no, especially if Mark's got a belly full of breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like when, so I work out every morning like around 11, or most mornings anyway. And they say, hey, you need to eat a little something at least an hour before you come in here. Oh. little protein, little okay. carb, whatever. Yeah. So you can have some fuel when you get in here. I'm like, okay, I'll do what you say because you're in great shape and I'm not. I'll just, uh, you know what you're talking about. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I must assume, and not knowing anything about nutrition except for what we've been told, I must assume that it, you, you can just do it your way. We're all different, you know? I don't know. I don't get it. But we've always been told growing up two things. The two rules were you must clean your plate and eat everything on your plate, which we now know is not true. Right. And all the other one was breakfast is the most important meal of your day. Right. Which now we're learning may not be so true. Hmm. I don't know. I'm torn. If I had to choose at this point, I'm going to go with the doctor. Dr. Oz? Over the actor. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and singer. Only- yeah. and, <laughs> and singer. You're and right. rapper. rapper. He sometimes plays a doctor. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. All right. Tell you what. Um, I'm just texting Oz. I guess he's not on text today. But anyway, it's a big thing right now. This intermittent intermittent fasting thing. Mm. So I don't know. The thing is, when we get in here, I'm I'm typically going in circles. I really don't have time to sit down and eat a meal, except during right. the, during the the, uh, the like a phone tap or something like that. Yeah. Here's Meredith. She's been uh, intermittent fasting for mm-hmm. a long time, right? Uh, just about a couple weeks now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you doing with that? And and what and um, what, are, what are your intermittent uh, fasting rules that you're following? So I'm doing that I stop eating after 8 p.m. and I don't eat until 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to ease into the 7 p.m. to 11 a.m. After two weeks, have out. you seen anything? Have you, have you felt um, anything? Yes. I In the morning, I feel better because I feel like I'm sleeping better because my body's actually doing what it's supposed to. Oh. Right. Um, and then I've actually, you know, lost a couple pounds. Okay. Good for wow. you. All good. right. So uh, where do you fall in this debate? Yes, definitely. So far, you think intermittent fasting is good. Yes, I think it's great. And it's definitely shown me that I am very much a social eater. Um, like, I just eat whenever people around me are eating. And so having the fast, especially after 8 p.m., 
has stopped the like late night snacking, wow. which is awesome. That's a very interesting thought because I'm the same way. I love to eat when I'm with people. But then again, I love to eat when I'm alone. <laughs> I, I wish it was only when I was with people. I like to eat all the time. Because I'm always social. Well, I'm always with people. I mean, I always have voices in my head talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> I have all my friends with me. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Meredith. Also, Michelle. Michelle, you lost 35 pounds Ooh. doing this intermittent fasting. Oh, my God. Good morning, guys. Well, good yes, morning. Hello, lady. Talk about it. Hello, lady. So my son got engaged, and I decided that I wanted to lose a little bit of weight before I had to buy that mother of the groom dress. And I like to eat, but I'm not really a big morning eater. I like to have my coffee. I put my sugar and milk in it, whatever. And I said, I can really go till 10 or 11 o'clock without eating. So I said, let me try this. I mean, the weight in the beginning started coming off a little by little, maybe two, three pounds a week. But by the time the wedding came and it was December 8th, I started this in August. I lost 36 pounds. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Were you doing so anything it, else? And it was very easy. Were you doing anything? I mean, I'm a fanny, so I do chase a little one around all day. But for the most part, it was just not eating in that time period. Once you put something in your mouth in the morning, your stomach almost starts digesting, like Danielle said. Mm. You feel like it's empty, and you can feel it, like, yeah. turning away. Put anything in your mouth. Damn apple killed me this morning. It's like, give me more. What time do you do this now? I do 11 to 7, but I do do have my coffee when I get up. 6.30 in the morning, coffee, milk, and sugar. You're not supposed to do that, but I do. And then I drink my water. 11 to 7. After 7, I eat nothing. Brush my teeth so it's like I'm not going to eat anymore for the night. It's amazing. Right. It's easy, and I'm still doing it, and I don't even realize it. 35 pounds I'm just down. Used to eating during That's those hours, yeah. All right, Michelle. Thank you very much. Interesting. Oh. Huh. huh. I want to try this. I, I don't know if I have the willpower to not eat after seven. Do you know, it kind of spooks me about the once you put it in your mouth, digestion begins. What if it's like a, like a body part? <laughs> We need to investigate if this is true. Because they say, you know, digestion begins in the mouth. It does. It does. So it's breaking down, you know. Anyway, let's move on. It changes Dan- everything. Danielle. Let's talk about the Oscars. Let's go. let's go there. Uh, Oscar nominations came out yesterday. You know that Joker has the most with 11. There is a social media backlash following the announcement of this year's nominations. The hashtag Oscars so white began trending worldwide. And also for a second year in a row, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, uh, Spike Lee, a uh, couple of other people will not be attending in light of the lack of recognition of black artists. Speaking of Will Smith, mm-hmm. you know, he was up here the other day uh, celebrating uh, the retirement retirement of our our very very dear friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh it's it's all over everywhere. It, CNN has it on. Everywhere. I ABC. saw it at people.com too. Yeah. Anita yeah. is like famous. Anita all is over a place. big old star. Are you guys going <laughs> to, to the Anita party tonight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Uh two of the biggest snubs from the Oscars, Jennifer Lopez and Adam Sandler. So JLo denied a best supporting actress nod for Hustlers. Oh, come on. Sandler got <laughs> overlooked for Uncut Gems Gems which everybody was talking about. Frozen 1 had gotten nominated Frozen 2 did not get nominated. Mm. Beyonce didn't get a nomination for writing the song Spirit for The Lion King. Uh, They're saying Robert De Niro not nominated for The Irishman, even though Joe Pesci and Al Pacino were nominated. Wait, wait, who was not? Uh, De De Niro. Niro. Really? He's great. They're all great. And Golden Globe winners Aquafina didn't get a mention for The Farewell, uh, and The Farewell didn't even get one nomination, which is crazy. There's an article in today's New York Post, Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Comedies are good for a laugh, but seriously, why not an Oscar nomination? Mm-hmm. You rarely ever see. When's the last time we've seen a comedy do really well in the Oscars? I, I feel like half the time the Oscars aren't even the movies we really go to see. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. Uh, February 9th, that's when it all happens, just in case you were wondering. So, former NFL star Antonio Brown got into an <laughs> argument with the mother of his three children on Monday, and he was recording it. And he recorded the encounter and posted it online, and he wound up throwing 
penis gummies at her. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and at the cops. He was being real ratchet. Yeah, I don't get it. Like like, like marijuana gummy, gummies? Like, no, like just sex-themed gummies. I, oh. I don't know if they were marijuana ones. I don't think they were. I think they were just penis-shaped. Well, you know how you can buy a bag of hmms? They're gummy-shaped wieners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, I think it was that. Yeah. Oh. That kind oh. of, yeah. If you'd like to order some, Amazon has them. Well, no, I, I, unless they're like going to get me high. I don't want them. <laughs> okay. Is that anyway, sugar? I'm surprised he didn't get arrested, to be honest. So am and I. he recorded the whole damn thing. Too. He goes Instagram he Instagram lives this stuff so that everybody can watch what's happening. I don't get it. Uh by the way, Shameless renewed for an eleventh and final season, if you are a fan there. Is it done? Uh after the eleventh and final season. Wow. That's what final season means. Oh, thank you, Danielle. <laughs> Cardi Cardi B is the subject of plastic surgery rumors. She was wearing a ski mask to a friend's party over the weekend. She had this black ski mask covering her neck and most of her face. And she had on these big sunglasses. So everybody's like, oh, maybe she got plastic surgery and she just doesn't want anybody to see it. Or like it's not healed or blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Uh, And Britney (laughs) Spears. If you are a fan, oh, Robin, uh, your girlfriend Robin is going to want to do this uh, scary. She is actually headlining an art gallery in France. It's her first ever art exhibit. It's called Sometimes You Just Gotta Play, and it's a bunch of stuff that she's been working on. So if you want to go see that. Thank you, Danielle. Mm-hmm. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast with Garrett and gossip columnist Rob Shooter. We go to Victoria's Secret to see the models. Uh, Leo does it as a reminder of who he hasn't dated yet. <laughs> That's terrible. It's true. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast. New episodes every week on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Cold and flu season is here, but that doesn't mean it has to slow your family down. That's because Clorox disinfecting wipes kills 99.9% of germs to help keep your family happy and healthy. So stock up on Clorox disinfecting products. Use it directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. Hi, guys. How are you? I listen to you every single morning. I'm such a huge fan. I love you guys. Ride, run for your life. <laughs> I just love you guys. Hi. Oh, my God. I love you so much. This sounds like <laughs> the beginning of a lot of porn. You guys are my absolute favorite. Brody has this way. Cheapy McCheapson. <laughs> Cheapy McCheapson. <laughs> you happen to remember the last time I went to the bathroom? I'm the alpha of alpha. I'm the alpha alpha. <laughs> this room is full of shallow a-holes. Elvis Duran in the morning show. So we're hanging out with our friend David Burke, who has a new restaurant here in town called Mr. French. And uh, we're sampling some Mr. French food, which is delicious. Mm. See, I love, is this a steak tartare, right? Yes. I love that. Yeah. Am, am I the only one who eats tartare in this room? Let's, let's just yeah. be open. I like tuna tartare. Oh, yeah. Tuna tartare, salmon tartare. Yeah, they're all. I don't know, David. You know what? You know, some uh, tuna tartare came on the scene in the '80s in New York City, and uh, it got so beat up over the years. You know, it gets so popular, I and mean, it's still great. And that some of the old classics are coming back. You know, there's some French restaurants that are opening that are do that are lightening the classic food up. Right. And like you said, with the words and bringing back uh, old favorites. Uh, and there's a reason why some of them. Hey, listen, snails are still snails, and frog legs are still frog legs. Let me tell we, you. we started with frog legs, and we couldn't sell. Yeah, but snails—they're yeah. so easy to catch. Yeah. You, know, you, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to like rope them. You know, it's like you just. See, I yeah, have, but they're not a fast mover on the menu. No, no, that's not. That's a problem. See, I love snails. It's really funny how we all have those things we will eat, but no one else will touch. Is, is there a food that you will not eat that you just aren't crazy about, even though you're probably expected to like it i like i can eat the, it's anchovies 
See, I don't like anchovies either. I like them in dressing. I just can't eat them. I can't eat an anchovy wedge, like a filet. Right, like on it's, a pizza that's or in a salad. And, uh, that's, a, that's about the only thing. I can eat brains and guts and you name it. I can't. I, but that, an anchovy will send me in a tailspin. I can't eat... Well, I guess when you go to France, it's called, is it a fall? Yeah, it's like kidneys, every- sweetbreads, oh. liver, love all that stuff. It's, most chefs do. You know, we're like into that. Right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Scary said, oh, I love sweetbreads. This is my favorite donut. I said, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not sweet and it's not a bread. Yeah. No, what Sweetbreads are like the thalamus or gland? Thymus gland. Thymus, yeah. yeah. Is that the like the way. thyroid? Is it the thyroid? Yeah. She had her uh, sweetbreads removed. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Gandhi. Yes. Gandhi, of course, of Indian descent. Yeah. So I love going over to Tamarind with her. She chows okay, down. Okay, so yeah, like yeah. By far the best the Indian spices, food. the combination of spices is great. The breads are great, too, in so Indian good. food. What, yeah. so what's your, what food do you refuse to eat? I really cannot stand anything that has cinnamon in it. No wow. matter what it is, that if there's cinnamon, cinnamon I, it wild? just... It's interesting because the French chefs don't use cinnamon either. Oh. They don't like cinnamon in their desserts, and they don't like cinnamon in giant corn. Wow. You have to yeah. go to France. Now, Danielle has an interesting one she doesn't eat, and as a chef, this will really, really... <laughs> mayonnaise. She doesn't eat mayonnaise. Nothing with mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, that noise. But that we get once in a while, yeah, yeah. mayonnaise. I know, but she has to make that boop noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how more descriptive can you be? Ugh. But mayonnaise is the base of so many wonderful sauces Ugh, and so many... And then I don't have those sauces. All right. <laughs> well, that's in a lot, yeah. And, it, and even... I the, ask, is there mayo in this sauce? Sometimes the Caesar dressing, they use mayo instead I don't even know. Of, no, yeah, no, yeah. But have you ever had it homemade? No. Okay, it might, it might, it might be different. Yeah. I think her brain has so closed oh, it right. off, she's not going to try the texture. Hey, Kate, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Our friend uh, Chef David Burke is here. But what did you think when you turned our show on? <laughs> well, um, before you said who it was, I thought it was Bobby Flay with a cold. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not very nice. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. (laughs) I don't know. Well, he was talking about cooking. I know. And we typically have him in here. Where do you live, Kate? In Massachusetts? uh, Yes, in Springfield, Massachusetts. Whoever's listening, if you ever come into New York or if you're even listening in New Jersey uh, and you're coming into the city, you got to try his his new restaurant, Mr. French. Promise me you'll come to New York and eat some great dinners with David Burke's restaurants, okay? Oh, absolutely. All right. I thank you very really much. I really look forward to it. All right. Thank you. We'll have, him blow, we'll have him blow his nose before he gets yeah. here. <laughs> Dude, is there a rivalry between chefs? That mean, it's like an, like it's not talked about, but you'll like, you'll get together with another chef and go, oh, my God, did you taste what it says? Oh, that tasted like crap. I mean, do you guys ever judge each other behind the scenes? Uh, I don't know. Rivalry. I think when you're younger, there's more competitive spirit in like, who's getting better reviews and such. But as you get to a certain point, it's like, we all know each other. Right. I, there's always some sort of competitive edge because we're, we're, that's the nature of chef. Right. But uh, like with Bobby and I, we're friends. And yeah, he eats in my restaurant. I eat in his restaurant. But yeah, gossiping, if someone gets a bad, hey, listen, if someone loses two stars in a review, like what happened to some celebrity chef, there's certainly wow did you see that (laughs) last time I ate there I didn't think it was good what what do you you know (laughs) there we go do you guys ever judge your clientele if they order something that you're like why are you doing that like if I get a medium well well done steak does that drive you over the edge not at all we just charge more (laughs) using up more fuel no no for me never never no cheese on a steak cheese on fish you're okay with that 
Whatever you like. I, I, I mean, I might. It's not for me, but if people want ketchup, I mean. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. no. Ketchup See, Brody orders ketchup with everything. No, we don't sort of put it on. You know, we give it to you in a bottle. I mean, it, listen, you're our guest. If that's what you like, that's what you get. Well done. The whole well done meat thing. If you like well done meat, like people from certain cultures, certain ages. Like my father eats well done steak. When he was a kid, his, his refrigerator was a windowsill. Right. Think about it. Okay. You know, he was cooking that meat. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that medium rare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, though, because I've been out with friends before, and like my friend Scotty in the other room, brother, we we'd go out and eat steak. He's like, "Do you mind if I order some ketchup?" I'm like, "No." With Let me steak? tell you, rule number one in that kitchen is they want to stay in business, and yeah. they want us to come back. And you know what? There are going to be people who judge you. Let them judge you. Like, let you people, know, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> You know in the days of the days of a chef saying no, I'm not going to do that. People will just not come back. Right. I mean, when I had when I had, my kids were little, I'd go to some nice restaurants and ask, "Hey, can you make pasta? No, put no nothing green in it. Yeah, just the sprinkled cheese and butter. You know, yes, and Brody, Brody still and they'd, like that. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh no, the chef won't do that. I was like, well, say, here's my hundred dollar bottle of wine back. Give it to the chef. Tell them I'm leaving. You know, right. so we don't. We you shouldn't do that anymore. There are some real. You know, when people listen, you got gluten free now. You got this celiac. You got no car. You know, so sometimes it gets to be the chefs have to be on, on top of it now. They got to know what's what has what in it, and so should the wait staff. But so it wasn't like that uh, years back. Isn't anyway. it funny how it's all kind of changed? But I, I will say that you know, living in New York all these years, I've noticed that chefs like you and Bobby and other people who've been around for a long time, it it used to be the Wild West here. I mean, you the the most crazy characters, right? <laughs> yeah. and you one of them, and me one of them, and then radio. It's like we are like the, the, the crazies who survive. Right, <laughs> we're still here right. walking <laughs> the planet. But you know, yeah, what? It's, it's so true. It's these stories that make up, you know, in any city that's listening to us right now, you have these characters, these great chefs who are so passionate about food and, and making you happy in their restaurants. They have these stories that make the food taste even better. I love hearing the stories. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, there's a certain adrenaline and passion and competitiveness, and uh, and there's a craziness. It's not, the kitchen is not for everybody. It's no. You know, there's, there's easier ways and better ways to make a living. There is. I mean, and people actually watch the Food Network, and yeah. they really think that's how it is in a kitchen and running a restaurant. But they never show on the Food Network the someone carrying a 90-pound case of chicken with the juice dripping down their front of their chest. Oh. Right. I, I never see Right. Never, I, I never saw that. I never right. saw the prairie woman. <laughs> putting that or in the, or the, you know, the guy that works in a 45-degree uh, cooler cutting meat. Right, all day long, you and, know. So and who comes in and, and, and chops up eight million onions every afternoon? Yeah, yeah. and that's an easy. That's an easy. At least you know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> every right. day's different in a restaurant. I love there's that. There's always something. There's so many things that can go wrong, and it, something always goes wrong. There's never. If there's a like a day where there's nothing going wrong, it's like something's something's gonna go wrong. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, if nothing goes wrong, that is something that's going wrong. And you got it's like you know. Oh well, uh, dishwasher broke. Okay, well we'll do dishes by hand. The stove doesn't work. That's okay. We'll we'll steam everything. <laughs> right, like like uh, David does. He'll like cook Broadway. It. The he'll show cook, goes on. The show goes on. He'll cook a salmon in the friggin' dishwasher. He yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. All right. And you have. We've we we have it. done that. We've we did that, that at David Burke Tavern one night. All of the, the gas blew out. We cooked steaks in an electric oven and the fish in the dishwasher. And you had a choice of beef or fish. And Ninety <laughs> people there, and my chef was like, "I guess we got to close." 
<laughs> you got no, you know, there's fire. There's a fire, and I'm like, no, 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 take it easy. <laughs> no, you, no, you can always burn some burn some furniture. Not so fast. There's always a there's always a fire. Yeah. You know, so many people who listen to our show are so passionate about food because we talk about food a oh, lot yeah. on the show. As a matter of fact, we did research not too long ago, and we were known as the show that eats. Yes. Because yep. we're always talking about it. We're always in it because it's something that we're all having. We all have it in common. Yes. But I I got to say that uh, that you have this so such interesting spin on dishes and you've had over the years have you ever come up with something you thought was wild and crazy they're gonna love it and people looked at you like you're nuts i got and, a quick one and yes. no one ever bought it I, there's a few of those yes, yes okay. <laughs> but what do they know <laughs> so i got this is 1989 i'm flying to with drew Nearpoint. we're flying to uh toronto to find a chef for tribeca grub believe it or not right and in the usa today worst dish in america is my dish it's a curried noodle cake with oysters and and, and uh, squid or something. Wait, 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 go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Curried noodle cake with squid. And oysters. Wait, no oysters. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sound, listen, okay. okay right. Right. Worst right. dish in America. <laughs> if you know Drew, he's walking up and down. That's when USA Today was on every seat. Right. So he's walking up and down the plane telling people, you see that dish? That's him. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I'm like 26. I'm like, I took everything like, oh, my God, I'm going to. Yeah, this is terrible. We go, we spend a weekend in Toronto. I fly back. I change the menu. I'm calling everybody. Is that dish sucks so bad? What's going on? I come back Monday and in in uh, Gail Green's review in New York Magazine, best dish of the year, that dish. Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. The, the top 10 anyway. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, so you never know. Yeah. Right? That's insane. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen in one of your dining rooms? I mean, it, it, I, okay, this is, I, I just, I had somebody ask this recently. Oh, really? The, the, one of the nice, well, besides somebody joking or or proposing, we had a woman come in, David Burke and Donatello, which is now Rambo. Used to be one day. of my favorite restaurants. She was about my size, so four months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she, so a gentleman comes in, we won't put him in the main dining room, he has jeans on, no jeans. You know, in the main dining room, we had a little mezzanine and a bar room, right? So we're packed. We can't fit them in. It starts to filter out. The woman had to be a model. She's wearing jeans. She was with, I guess, her another female. She comes in. She's got a pashmina around her. And she, we're bringing her past his table to go in the main dining room. And he freaks out. He goes, I thought there was no jeans. You can't. You know, he really makes a scene. Right. And she has no idea what's going on. She takes her pants off. <laughs> What? She takes her pants off, wraps her pashmina around her, and hands her jeans to the guy and says, you mind checking these for me? <laughs> there you go. Like and the guy's out. wife was like yelling at him. He even clapped and he bought her dinner. There you go. So yeah, he, it was. It, but it was one of those things that was like, so, and like, didn't even phase her. Just like, oh, I didn't know. You should write okay. a book. Have you yeah. thought about writing a book? No, seriously. Uh, I should write a book about the story. So I have a couple cookbooks out, uh, but those yeah. are boring compared to the story. <laughs> my thought is, see, I put my book out. I My rule was I'm going to put a book out first before they put one out about me. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> something to consider. All right, so uh, David Burke, thank you for coming in, and congratulations on Mr. French. I, I love it. I can actually walk there from here or my apartment, so, yeah, yeah. so I can slither home. Without it's, uh, it's really worth the trip. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's different. It's unique. And thank you so much for thank coming you. in. Sorry Always I was late. a pleasure. We, oh, please. Are you late? Well, I don't know. We don't, we don't have a timer here. We're good, David Burke. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back after this.
Hey, this is Rihanna. Hey, this is Mariah Carey. What's up? This is Pink. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Morning Show. Morning Show. Hey guys, it's Froggy. We all know bedtime can be a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my son used to struggle to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, we discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help him fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores near... Thanks again to David Burke for coming in today. Just finished a little chicken parm. Mm. I like chicken. Chicken. I like chicken parm. That was great. I like chicken. Nice guy. Oof. I love it when they bring food in. (laughs) Let me tell you, you guys were saying, I don't think they brought enough food in. We we ate a lot of food. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Sorry, Froggy. I know that you're not here, and I wish you could have had Sorry, some. Oh, it's okay. Uh, you know what? You're helping me. I'm going to do the fasting <coughs> thing. So I'll just do that while you eat that. Ooh. Oh. What that a was, <laughs> That was kind of mean. No. <laughs> no, you go ahead and eat all that fattening food. I'm going to... You know, I'm going to go ahead and fast. Oh, I, I have so many friends who do crap like that when we go out. They'll put the bread down. You can just go ahead and take the bread. I don't want it. I'm like, yo, speak for yourself. Leave that bread right here. Right. <laughs> do give that exactly. bread. <laughs> and also, uh, there's another uh, element we were <laughs> totally forgetting. is scary can't eat. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, about to point that out myself. So I'm, I'm like scarfing down some uh, yeah. some beef tartare and some, yeah. some of that thick slab bacon and some chicken parm and... And I'm scarfing down an orange. You know what, though? Good, though? Orange is good for you. I don't want to hear it. You want to know why I don't want to hear it? Why is that? Because this is what he does every year. He loses all this weight, and then instead of trying to keep it off, like the Dr. Fat Guy says, just by, <laughs> just by exercising, set exercising a couple times a week, he goes hog wild, and then he has to go through this again every year. So I don't feel bad for I him. I will lose 30 pounds in 45. Okay, right. I'm good. That's good. Right. Well, that's how he chooses to do right, it. So then He's not I a doctor, per se. So then exactly. I don't feel bad for him. All right, well, don't... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Just saying. Uh, okay, so I, we have a lot of catching up to do. Let's do uh, Gandhi's three things. The three things we need to know. Then we'll go around the room. We'll get some sound on with Garrett. Yeah, I get it. We're good. We're good. Uh, you're up first, Gandhi. What's going on? All right. So the Australian wire wildfires have actually been a huge problem for all kinds of animals. We know that. Destroying houses. And now it's affecting the Australian Open. Smoke and poor air quality have suspended practice sessions today. And they're not sure if they're going to be able to move forward, how quickly they're going to be able to move forward. They're concerned about the athletes and how they'll be doing, breathing all that smog mm. in. Authorities in the Philippines also warning of a possibly explosive volcanic eruption. Have you seen the photos? No. There are plumes of ash and smoke going nine miles up into the air. So they've already evacuated thousands of people in the area, and they think it's going to erupt pretty soon. Seems like Mother Earth is pissed off. Telling you, it's happening. The Earth and the animals, they're rising up against us. And finally, there's been a rise in, they're calling it a niche, niche, if you would like, section of sex workers. They're called feminist male sex workers, and they will compliment your body, make you feel good, and listen to your problems. They say that this is a huge thing now. Women just want somebody to listen to them and not make them feel bad. You know what? You shouldn't have to pay for that. I agree. (laughs) You should be getting that anyway. I know. I feel like I have a lot of friends that would do that for me, too. But they say that this is a huge booming section of the sex work business right now. Straight Nate, you're not married yet. You should become a uh, what? (laughs) A feminist sex worker. Oh, I, I don't know if I could do that. I think I could be a gigolo. Is that a gigolo? Yes. No. Well, oh. no, gigolo is such an old word. It's an escort. Where oh. you, women will pay you not only to, uh, you know, they'll pay you to come over and be nice to them, yeah. basically is what it is. Remember, you listen to their troubles. I said I would excel at that. I think if I had a little part-time cottage industry, I'd be great at being an escort. Maybe not the sex part. But I think <laughs> hanging out with older ladies, are oh, they, they'd love me. Are they, oh. are they expecting sex as well? Yes. 
I'm there's good at sex that too. available, and I don't think it's just older ladies. I think it's just ladies in general. I know, but you know what you talk about, you know, sexing up older ladies. Last time you had sex, you had a stroke. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, wait, is that a disclaimer he has to give? Like, yeah, in parentheses on the bottom? Yeah. Like, this if you're with old ladies, problem. both of you are going to have a stroke. Yeah. Right. right. Not a good idea, then. Just know. an FYI. Who's going to stroke first? I don't know. Oh, who's going who's oh. to have... Who's going to have the big Froggy. S? <laughs> Froggy. That was good, Froggy. Everyone say, shut up, Froggy. Shut, shut up, Froggy. Froggy. Were those three Thank things? You. Yes. Okay, that was three things. Yes. Uh, I need some music here. Scotty, let's go around the room. Danielle, we'll start with you. What's so, on your mind today? I always call my kids in the morning to say, hey, I hope you have a great day. So this morning, my little one, he's 10, gets on the phone with me. He goes, I just want you to know I'm not talking to my brother. I'm coming home from school, locking myself in my room. I don't want to go on vacation. I don't want to do this. What I don't happened? Want to do this. I go, sweetie, what happened? That's all. And he hands the phone back to his, <laughs> to the, uh, to his brother. And I go... Okay. So you have that waiting for you when you get home? No today? idea what happened. Have that waiting for me. So okay. Right. Wish me luck this afternoon, Aww. guys. <laughs> there you go. Another reason why Gandhi and I are going to remain without kids. No kids for me. Uh, what's up with you today, producer uh, Sam? So I know a lot of us in this room, growing up in grade school, were bullied by yes. kids, and I just want to remind all of you that apparently that doesn't go away. And I don't mean bullied in general, I mean specifically bullied by children. And because yesterday I went climbing and I was accidentally wearing camouflage pants that were sparkly and a camouflage long sleeve top. So I looked a little ridiculous. These nine-year-olds were staring at me with so much shade that I felt personal. I'm like, I'm in third grade again. I'm in third grade again. They're all judging me. They don't like me. They were letting me know, too. Like, the eye contact. I'm like, damn. And what were you doing? Just wearing all camo. No, where I looked were ridiculous. You? What were you doing? Or climbing gym. Rock climbing. Yeah, push them off the rocks. Tell you what. Push them <laughs> off the wall. Just push them off the wall. No, I don't think about fighting any group of people more than kids. What the hell? <laughs> they just look at me sideways. I'm like, what? Yeah, the only time I have problems <laughs> with kids is if I'm ice skating. Because they skate around me and try to trip oh, me. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, get away, you little Those same booger. kids were climbing yesterday. <laughs> booger picker. I went to a trampoline park recently. I had so many thoughts. I was like, you don't want this. You don't want to step to this little kid. Froggy, what's up with you? So over the holiday, uh, Lisa and I got a Peloton bike. Daniel got one too. And mm-hmm. so on the Peloton, you can friend people. You can like see how their workouts are versus your workouts and everything else. So I thought I was doing pretty well. I started following a couple of athletes who are here on here. I'm pretty sucky on the Peloton. I just want to tell you. <laughs> Do not follow athletes and compare yourself to them because let me tell you something, you're not even close. I'm going to go back to comparing myself to my wife and my neighbors. Are you loving dad. your Peloton experience, though? Yes. I do love my Peloton what? bike. I've been on it quite a few times. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's good for you. It's good exercise. However, I'm nowhere near any of the uh, big athletes. Yeah, no, What's no. up, Gandhi? Well, I'm very excited because I'm doing something for the first time with all of you tonight that I haven't done since I got here, and I'm going to a company party. Yes. There have been many. I haven't been able to make it, but tonight is Anita's retirement, so of course, there's no exception to this. I'm going, and I can't wait to see the people that we work with get hammered and (laughs) see for myself all these stories I hear all the time. Tonight's the night. Yeah, very excited. (laughs) Yeah, tonight. We say goodbye to uh, our really good friend, Anita, who, as you heard last week, uh, she uh, retired from working with us for so many years, and we love her so much. She's the heartbeat of our of our uh, building. But also, all this national press she's getting yes. with Will Smith, it's everywhere. It's crazy. It's wonderful. So, uh, Anita, we all miss you very love much. Anita. Uh, let's get into sound with Garrett. Yes. Hello, Garrett. Good morning. All right, let's talk about uh, America's Got Talent last night, the champions. Now, these are champions from all over the world. I want you to listen to this guy who won the Philippines Got Talent in 2011. Listen to this duet by himself with a male and female. Just to apply. 
that's the same guy? What? One guy. Shut up. Talk about oh, being catfish. That is so awesome. We need this guy for phone taps. I love this guy. Yeah, we need we need him for phone taps. What a talent, right? That is so all right. uh, Let's move over to uh, the Bachelor. Last night, we know Scary Jones was watching a lot. Uh, Hannah Brown (laughs) from last season. She came back this year, uh, and she said, "I made a mistake last year, Peter. I should have chosen you." Choosing? Chose. Choosing. But let me tell you something. This show just makes me crazy. Listen me too, but that's why I watch it. Listen to how drawn out this is. All right, here we go. But making decisions for my heart was very hard. And... Hello? I don't know if I made the right decision with you. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, now, Steve Harvey, he had a talk show, and uh, it was replaced this season by Kelly Clarkson's new talk show. So, Steve Harvey was a guest on with Ellen yesterday. Ellen asked, hey, do you hate Kelly Clarkson? No, I'm, I'm happy for everybody. I like Kelly Clarkson, you know. Yeah. I'm happy for her, yeah. you know. Somebody, one of my friends said, man, that's really big of you to be happy for somebody who replaced your show. I said, no, I'm happy for her. He said, so you watch? I said, man, I ain't that happy. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it. All right. uh, So a long time ago, Fox told Family Guy and the creator, Seth MacFarlane, hey, uh, you can't say the word vagina on your show. Okay? So what did Seth MacFarlane do? He made up a curse word to replace the word vagina. And it's played it on Family Guy. Coming up, America's hottest new curse word, Kleeman. We'll tell you what it means after this. How do you say it? Kleeman. Kleeman. It's a made-up curse word. Then Fox said, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, you cannot use that anymore because it means vagina. But it's a made-up word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just let him say vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, seriously. All right. And then uh, let's do this. So in a few weeks, uh, Megan Trainer is going to be stopping by and uh, visiting us right here yes. on the show. Can't but she, she was over at uh, BBC Radio 1, and she did a cover of her song all about that bass, but to the tune of Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two. But I can shake it, shake it Like I'm supposed to do Cause I got that boom, boom That all the boys chase All the right junk All the right places I see the magazines Working at Photoshop We know that ain't real Come on now, make it stop If you got beauty, beauty Put your hands up Every inch of you is perfect Sounds really good Yeah And she'll be here in like two or three weeks Can't wait Megan Trainer. You're a good American I appreciate it Thank you so much, Garrett That was great uh, Danielle. Yes. God, we're just going right down the road. I tell you. We'll get into the Danielle report. I got a song I want to play by Alicia Keys that I'm loving. It's my new favorite song. We got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We still have an hour and a half of this show left. So, Danielle, you're up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like we were saying before, the hashtag is back Oscars so white because a lot of people feel that. Um, the Oscars are so white. Yeah, the Oscars <laughs> are so white. Exactly. Uh, the Oscars will go down February 9th on ABC. A lot of people are saying that they're not going to show up again. Uh, Joker showered with 11 nominations. Irishman, 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood got 10. Uh, and like 
Jennifer Lopez, Adam Sandler. Some people got snubbed. A lot of people thought maybe they should have been nominated. And so, um, you know, they're not. So I guess we'll see what happens on Oscar night. Um, Cardi, oh, let's talk about this again. Cardi B and the plastic surgery. Did she or didn't she have plastic surgery? So she shows up for her friend's party wearing a ski mask. And it was covering her face. And she had big glasses on. So it's either that she was maybe not trying to be recognized or I don't know what but she brought attention to herself and people were like oh, she must have had plastic surgery and she doesn't want anybody to see it yet that's what everybody She's pretty forthcoming <laughs> about her surgical procedures. Yeah. So I think she'll probably tell but us. But you imagine... What is there to hide? I mean, why, wait, why wait, hide imagine it? if she takes her it. ski mask off and she doesn't look anything like Cardi B anymore. That'd be hilarious. She's like somebody totally... Oh my God, she looks just like Renee Zellweger. <laughs> <be> so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. As soon as she speaks, we all know who it is. <laughs> so Queen Elizabeth yeah. said Monday that she will allow Prince Harry and Meghan Markle to go their way. Queen, what do you have to say for yourself over there? Uh, let it go. <laughs> her message was actually very informal uh, the way that she said it but they're working out the details so they're going to be able to do what they want to do very very soon. Uh, Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian. Everybody loves Baby Yoda even though it's not really a baby. It's like what what is it? 50 something years old right? Five million dollars to make that puppet. That's how expensive it was to make that cutie. So adorable. I would have done it for less. <laughs> and Cardi B. Oh, speaking of Cardi, her Invasion of Privacy is now the longest charting debut album by a female rapper. So congratulations to her there. And I know we briefly talked about this before, but Britney Spears is going to be doing some art. She's doing an art gallery in France. It's actually going to be called Sometimes You Just Gotta Play. It was also a caption on her Instagram, if you remember, back in 2017. Uh, That's after she finished her first painting. So she has been painting since 2017, and we're finally going to get to see this exhibit. Um, Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. If you're a fan, you're going to want to go to the art gallery in France and see it. I know uh, Scary's girlfriend's a huge fan. So, Scary, yes. there you I'll go. I'll be there. We're going to France. Yeah. What are you doing this week? <laughs> going to France to the Britney Spears art gallery. <laughs> Not going to see the Eiffel Tower. We're going no. to watch Britney. The Britney Spears gallery. And Jeopardy! The Greatest of All Time is on tonight. There's a couple of conspiracy... Conspiracy... <gasps> conspiracy theories around Do you want Scotty B to come talk yeah, about it? Yeah, can we have Scotty come in? But <clears throat> the thing is, if... Okay, it's just conspiracy, what? so it's fine. We okay, so okay, what is your theory, Scotty B, on the uh, Jeopardy, uh, whatever? Here's my theory. So Ken has two wins. He needs one more. Okay, I'm a big fan of the Goldbergs. A lot of the cast of the Goldbergs keep tweeting, brand new episode tomorrow night, which means if there's a new episode of the Goldbergs at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, then Ken has to win tonight because... He has to. So there's no tomorrow night for yeah. Jeopardy. That, if these tweets are correct, yes, yeah. that's my conspiracy and theory. And we are convinced Ken is going to take over for Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. That's are perfect. you really? I can yes. see that. I can totally I can see that. You can see that? Yeah, people Let's love think about Ken. What do you think yeah. about that? <laughs> oh, my God. What do I think about that? Yes, Elvis. Uh, what is no? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I don't know. Um, there's also a video going around that supposedly shows Kanye falling off a horse at one of his Sunday services. Kim says it's not Kanye it's not. and that the video is not from a Sunday service. It's not, but it was hilarious for like five minutes to think it was. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the video that was a viral yesterday about the dog? Honking the car horn. Yes. 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 It was so hilarious. The dog's like, come on. He's waiting for his master to get back. He's like, ha, ha. And there's a dog. There's a dog sitting in the car seat. He's so smart. Well, I know, but then you see a little hand in there. Oh. And it ruined it for everyone. 
Damn it. Boo. I needed him to be a real honking dog. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah, that's it. That was fabulous. Okay, bye. I love it. May I play my favorite new song for you? Sure. This is Underdog, Alicia Keys. Listen to this. Walking in the street, looked up and noticed he was nameless, he was homeless. She asked him his name and told him what hers was. He gave her a story about life with a glint in his eye and a corner of a smile. One conversation, a simple moment, the things that change us. If we notice when we look up sometimes. They said I would never make it, but I was built to break the mold. The only dream that I've been chasing is my own. So I sing a song for the hustlers trading at the bus stop. Single mothers waiting on a check to come. Young teachers, student doctors, sons on the front line knowing they don't get to run. This goes up to the underdog. Keep on keeping that what you love and you'll find that someday soon enough you will Back to the kitchen, talking to the driver about his wife and his children on a run from a country where they put you in prison for being a woman and speaking your mind. And she looked in his eyes in the mirror and he smiled. One conversation, a single moment, the things that change us if we notice when we look up sometimes. They said I would never make it, but I was built to break the mold. The only dream that I've been chasing is my own. I sing a song for the hustlers trading at the bus stop Single mothers waiting on a check to come Young teachers, student doctors, sons on the front line Knowing they don't get to run This goes up to the underdog Keep on keeping that what you love You'll find that someday soon enough You will I knew you'd like it. Isn't that great? That is a very good song. Underdog, Alicia Keys. Uh, I was listening to it last night, and I, I know my neighbors were <laughs> hearing what I do a lot, playing a song on repeat I over do the same and thing. over and mm-hmm. over. They're like, oh, God, he's playing that damn song again. <laughs> like, oh, it's okay. He must be going through something. I still uh, like it more and more every time I hear it. Yeah, I, he's going through some sort of 
something. That is usually when I put the song on repeat and just keep listening to yeah. it. Yeah. Every once in a while, a song will just do something, and you can't always describe what it is it's doing to yep. you, but you need to hear it again. Anyway, thank you, Alicia Keys. Uh, we'll take a break. Oh, I feel like doing an Audible's commercial. Audible. Audible. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hi, this is Katy Perry. I'm Sean Mendez. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. What are you saying, Scary? He said he was Sean Mendez. He goes, I'm Sean Mendez. He was very excited to do that for us. It's true. <laughs> hey, so with Audible, uh, you can stay informed, inspired, and entertained anytime, anywhere. It's the largest selection of audio titles ever. That's why we love Audible. And right now, you save $50 on your first year at audible.com. This is a great gift to give yourself. You can choose 12 audiobooks all at once so you can focus on a new skill listening to leading experts on careers, finance, languages, everything. Or you can let Audible help you uh, be your healthiest self with exclusive guided fitness and wellness programs, motivational titles, inspiring true stories from today's most influential thinkers. I love Audible. You can also enjoy my book, Where Do I Begin? (laughs) Available on Audible. Anyway, uh, at home, on your commute, at the gym, wherever you are, you know what? Reclaim your space. Put your pods in and listen to your favorite titles. That's your time and your space and your ear holes. I love that. Listening with the Audible app makes it easier to get all those books on your list. This is how you do it. Save 33% on your first year of Audible. It's about $50 worth of savings. This is a deal you won't want to miss, but you got to hurry. This ends January 31st. May I tell you how to do it? Yes, please. Go to audible.com slash Elvis. It's that simple. Audible.com slash Elvis. Text us at 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. It's Elvis Duran in the morning show. Yeah, this book, it just won't die. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's still there. I'm doing another uh, stop on the book tour uh, at Chesterfield Town Center in Richmond. And that's going down one day. Friday, oh, February, yes. Yeah, February 7th. And uh, it's at the Barnes & Noble Chesterfield Town Center, Richmond, Virginia, starting at 7 o'clock, February 7th. Now, you need to uh, be ticketed for this event, and when you buy a ticket online, you get one pre-signed copy of Where Do I Begin, the outrageously <laughs> wonderful, wonderfully written book by Elvis Duran, and you get a photo. I love how they say this on the thing, and you get one photo with Elvis Duran. Oh. Now, is it the hard copy book or the soft copy? Uh, no, no, no. It's still hard copy. Oh, it is okay. Soft cover doesn't come out until later in the year. Okay. Well, but I, d- I don't like the first picture I take with you when I No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Only one photo? Okay. It sounds so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my rule. I don't have time. Uh, so each ticket includes a pre-signed copy of Where Do I Begin and one photo with Elvis Duran. <laughs> I sound like a pompous ass. <laughs> it's like the Santa Claus in the Christmas story going ho, 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 and he kicks you down the slide. It was, everyone gets one. Sit on you the know Santa what's slide. weird? I'm looking at this online, and I see my picture. My eyes have disappeared in this picture. Oh, yeah. What happened? I look like... I don't know. I look like Barney Rubble. You do. Like, I don't have any eyeballs. I might see. It's yeah, weird. Maybe I was just, I was bloated that day. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Where's your eyes? I don't know. <laughs> That's why we only let you take one picture, because you'll have my eyes. <laughs> this looks like a mistake. I don't, I don't know. What, you when, know when you, like, correct a photo with the red eye reduction, and it makes the, the eye a little beady, little black eye? Is that what happened? That's what it looks like. Anyway. Uh, I think you can follow us at Elvis Duran Show on Twitter. All the information is there. And I can't wait to see you. We always have fun in Richmond. That's going to be so cool. It is a ticketed event. If you want the book and the one photo with Elvis Duran. Just one. Go to, uh, I don't have it. Uh, Hello, Gandhi. Can I have that back? Oh, yes. Yes. Go to the following address. 
Uh, I have no idea what it is. Go to oh. Elvis Duran Show on Twitter. Oh. Okay, there, here you go. Hey, uh, what else? What have we not done today? I think we've pretty much checked off a lot of boxes today. Senior executive producer Nate. Today's been a great, I think we should stop now, oh. because today's been a great show. I give today a solid A. Well, hold oh, on now. Okay. Hold on. Hold your horses. I asked Brody nicely earlier uh, to uh, prepare a game for us today, and we never played the game. Well, then now we get a B. <laughs> But Brody. what if we play a game? The Brody, coming in right we were going to play a game today. What happened? Uh, what happened was we had David Burke in here. We had a lot of chatter. Gandhi talked. Let's stuff what? happen. Oh, blame her. What game are we going to play? Uh, who tweeted that tweet? Oh, can we still we can do that right now if you want. Well, if Gandhi will stop talking, we can bring it. All right, okay. 1-800-242-0100. We're going to play who tweeted that tweet. I'm sorry. I have a lot to say. Never apologize. <laughs> I love everything you say. You can do no wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I got some music for you. Okay, I'd like to have that. <laughs> Hold on a second. I gotta get it. I didn't know we were playing. He said it. I have it. Hold Here on. It that. It's now time for <laughs> who's tweeting oh. that tweet? Tweetily tweet. Tweetily tweetily tweet. All right. So I don't know if you follow us on Twitter. I don't. I'm more of an Instagram guy. No, I don't know. Because my Instagram numbers keep growing because yeah. people are into it. And I keep feeding it. I keep putting stuff on there. Twitter, not so much. I don't, Twitter I don't is just to get information out quickly, yeah. I feel like. But you I know? tell you what. There's something about Twitter that sounds better when you say, who's tweeting that tweet? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Who's gramming that Instagram? <laughs> gramming that gram. I am a little more reckless on Twitter than I am on Instagram. Yeah, yeah because I, I have Yeah, like way, <laughs> way fewer followers, so I feel like I can get away with more crap mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Well, let's play Who Tweeted That Tweet. We'll have that contestant on the phone any minute now. Meanwhile, we'll listen to this nice music. <laughs> oh, look, we have a victim. I mean, a contestant. We say good morning to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Well, good morning. Welcome to Who Tweeted That Tweet. Uh, do you follow us on Twitter at all? I do. Oh, then you may have an edge. Okay, so uh, we're going to play with the Twitter accounts of Elvis Duran, Daniel Monero, Gandhi, Scary, and Froggy. All right? If okay. you get two out of three correct, then you will win the grand prize. What Ooh. is the grand prize? A copy of Elvis Duran, Where Do I Begin? The hardcover book. Dude, who's yeah. paying? Wait, wait, who's paying for that? One? Oh, um, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. You can have that. Pre-signed. Scary, you got to sign it for me. Okay, who tweeted the tweet? Ready? At the yes. airport. Okay, here's tweet number one. At the airport, to my left, an Indian chemical engineer discussing distillation design. To my right, a Turkish astrophysicist talking about stellar dynamics. In the middle, me, sending nudes. America is doomed. Who tweeted that tweet? Ooh, um... I'm gonna have to say scary. Oh, oh gosh, no. No. no! Scary can't even spell astrophysicist. Yeah, and, and if he so. sends out nudes, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that would have been uh, at baby hot sauce, meaning Gandhi. Yeah, that was a true story. Uh, Here's another one. Who tweeted this tweet? Happy hashtag National Shrimp Day. Daddy's gonna eat until he passes out. Well, I have a guess. Yeah. Who said that? I'm going to say you, Elvis. That's right. Yes. Yes. I did. I ate shrimp till it passed out. Shrimp Daddy. He's the only person that calls himself Daddy in this room. <laughs> One more to go. You got to get this right, okay? One more for the win. Uh, who tweeted this tweet? Okay, just saw someone take ice out of the fresh fruit display, the ice that keeps the fruit cold, and she ate the ice. Yucky. Who said that? 
That, I think, was scary. No. no. That was Danielle. Oh, that was me. Oh. Ew, ew. Well, thanks. Though. Hold on one second. They, they can't just walk away empty-handed. You have an unsigned book. <laughs> <laughs> no signature for you. Send her something. What line? Whatever line that was. Uh, oh, do we have more p- people to play? Yeah. Okay, let's go talk to uh, Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Hi. Welcome to Who Tweeted That Tweet. Do you follow us on Twitter? I sure do. All right, let's see if you know what you're talking about here. All right, because one may have slipped past you. Uh, who tweeted this tweet? Correction, I said vanilla is the worst flavor. Birthday cake is no flavor at all. Pshh. <laughs> <laughs> who tweeted that tweet? Um, was it uh, Elvis, Danielle, Gandhi, Scary, or Froggy? I think it was Froggy. No. No. Oh. That was at Baby Hot Sauce. I love birthday cake. That's a flavor. That's, that's a Gandhi. Okay, okay, you have two more to get right, okay? Here we go. <laughs> okay. Who said uh, this? Who tweeted this tweet? I love Florida. Oh, that would be Froggy all the way. All right, very good, very good. All right, you have to get this one for the win. Ready? Uh, Who tweeted this tweet? If you have a little girl, I'm sure you know, at American Girl. I don't have girls, but I used to go with my friends and their daughters. I can't wait to take my niece Ella there. It's an amazing experience. Who tweeted that tweet? I'm going to say Danielle. That's right. You You got it. You won. Yay. What did she get? You got a copy of Elvis Duran's hardcover book. Elvis Duran, where did awesome. you begin? Signed? Pre-signed. Oh, pre-signed. <laughs> yeah, pre-signed. We're going to pre-sign it. No, I'll come over to your house and sign it for you, like. But here's a bonus Perfect. one. Okay, here's a bonus one, just for the hell of it. Who tweeted this okay. tweet? How does The Rock pee? He Dwayne's his Johnson. <laughs> oh. Who said that? Oh, man. Um, I think that might have been scary. No, that was me. Oh, oh dang it. <laughs> Comic genius Elvis Duran, who stole that from someone else. Hey, Whitney, thanks for playing. Thanks for listening to us every day, okay? All right, thank you. All right, hold on one second. And we'll be back after this. His name is Elvis, and I'm so good with that. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So here I am doing the show with my dog, Max, on my lap. <laughs> it looks so wonderful. He's taken over, I yeah. think. I love him so much. There's just something about uh, a dog or a cat. You know, they're just... The best little creatures in the world. Yeah, they're your family. <laughs> I mean, they're just... You know, look, yep. having having been around cats and dogs my whole life, basically, or most of it anyway, I'm just... Uh, I'm so blessed. And I was having this conversation with a friend the other day, and I've said this on the show before. If we could just find some companies out there who can find ways to extend the lives of our pets in a healthy manner, those would be the winner. Yeah, without a doubt. I would invest everything I could in in those companies. I just, I love him so much. He's so cute. I I woke up in the middle of the night last night. He was just staring at me. (laughs) He wanted to eat. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Little beady eyes looking at me. Like, what are you looking at? And he just put his little his little head on my on my hand, and, and he went to sleep. And I'm just in, I'm in love with him. And it, you know, there you go. It's amazing how they all have their own personality traits and oh, do yeah. these things. Like I have Diggy and Fred, the two cats, mm-hmm. and they're brother and sister, and they are so in cahoots with each other. Where Diggy, the girl, will sit at the bottom of the bed and send Fred up to do the dirty work. It's <laughs> like she says, "Hey, 
it's time to eat. You go tell mommy. So <laughs> then Fred will walk up on top of me and smack me in the face there you go. until I wake up and feed them both. And but the, it's And crazy. it's a payoff for both of them. It really is. And, and how can you get mad? Because it's so damn cute. I will tell you, uh, going on safari and learning about the, oh, wow, the, the, the life of a lion and a lioness mm-hmm. and how all the lionesses work together, it's just pretty incredible yeah. how organized they are, how they look out for each other. There, there are so many life's lessons that we can learn by studying animals. Oh, yeah. In their natural, in their natural habitat, watching them do what they do every day, which is just second nature to them. But the way these lionesses take care of each other, while the big, big badass lions are going out and doing their thing and, you know, taking care of the region, the territory. Yes. But these, uh, it, it's just, they're, if you can do a Google on it, read up on the lionesses of, of Africa or wherever they are. They really just are remarkably smart and caring and giving and sharing animals. They take very good care of each other. We could learn a lot of lessons from them. Aww. So there you go. All right, so just a moment with Maxie Man. I love you, Maxie. <laughs> He's looking at me like, what? Didn't Barbara Streisand, like, clone her dogs? I, I think she did. Would you do that if you could? No. No? Because you know what? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're going to gain out of that. Right. I, mean, I feel right. like something's going to be off. And well, maybe not well, maybe something off, but I, I don't think you're going to get the expected results. Right. Some people think, I, I believe, Daniel, they believe that if they clone their dog, they're going to get the exact, exact same thing yeah, out of there. I don't right, think so. that's always true. No. no. I don't really know a lot about it, so who am I? You know, I don't know. Uh, so, if you can, if you can uh, help help <laughs> animals today, add them to your list of, of people who need help, because <laughs> I consider them better than people most yeah, of the time. they are. People suck. <laughs> 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 Our pets are great. But you don't even get Froggy started on his dogs. Jeez. Oh, forget it. Dude, last it. night, little Rexy man had diarrhea, and he looks at me like, Daddy, fix it. Do something. Make it better. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you put yes. a cork in his butt? What did you do? No, I gave him something that made it better, and he feels better this morning. Daddy Aww. loves him. Aww. I love my Rexy man. And if you've never had an animal, I get that it probably sounds so foreign to you, but, man, loving an animal is just a totally different, yeah. different ball game. It is. It is. I love it. All right, let's get into the three things you need to know. What are they, Gandhi? Six Democratic presidential candidates will debate tonight in Des Moines. This is obviously ahead of the Iowa caucus, and the debate will be held. Uh, it'll be on CNN tonight. What did I do? Scary just wrote these words. Oh. <laughs> Ta- I was like, what? Taxidermy is an option for a lot of people. Oh, I, I've seen oh. there's this woman oh. who stuck. <laughs> sorry. Her, what are you talking about? A woman who had cats, and as each cat passed, she had a taxidermy performed. You know, the when they stuffed them. No, yeah. So her cat was sitting there watching her, <laughs> uh, and then she had like a trio of cats. Okay. Over time. I don't, I, I don't think, know. Listen, that might not be for you or me. I just but, can't see like putting like I'm my not, dead cat on my lap. Yeah, I don't want right. Max <laughs> in the corner staring at me. No. You don't want to put wheels on him and like kind of drag him around behind you. <laughs> But some people don't let go, and that's what they do. Okay, all right, all right. Back to you. We need two more things. I mean, stuffed cats. At least it's better than the movie cats. (laughs) Anything's better than that. Right. Oh, God. All right. The Supreme Court is not going to hear the appeal of Michelle Carter. If you saw the documentary, I Love You Now Die, she is the girl featured in it. She was accused and convicted of convincing her boyfriend to kill himself using calls and text messages. There was even a point where he said, maybe I want to get out. I don't want to do this. And she said, no, you buckle down and do it. So she was is going to spend up to 15 months in prison. And finally, we all learned a new word today, and I think we all like it. 
The word is Cheetle, and it's the <laughs> residue left on your fingers after you eat a bag of Cheetos. We all like to lick it off. Danielle yep. loves that. Oh, I love licking that off. Yeah, and apparently it's been a word for about 15 years. They just decided to now share it with us. It's only been used internally. Cheetle. Cheetle. The oh. orange powder at the bottom of your empty Cheetos bag. Yeah. I wonder how Don Cheetle feels about that this uh-huh. morning. Yeah, different spelling. So I, look, at, I, look at a little Maxi <laughs> here on my desk right here before my, before my uh, board. The last time a doggy was done on this counter, it was with Heather and Nate. Oh! oh. <laughs> really? Really? That was a, like, thank you, Brody. Like two years ago. Can we move on? No. 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 You had sex on my desk. <laughs> two years and ago. It doesn't caught. matter. That's the best and you, part. you got caught. I didn't get caught. You Somebody caught. saw something that they thought might have been that. You got caught, Blanche. Caught. <laughs> Can we move on? No. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Stay ahead of the game with Audible's unbeatable selection of audio titles, guided fitness, exclusive originals, and more. Listen on the go anytime, anywhere with the Audible app. First audiobook is free at audible.com slash Elvis. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. I love it when Froggy's got a phone tap. Yes. What do you have, Froggy? Our listener Dana reached out to us. She wants to phone tap her husband. She likes to make these trendy purchases, and it really pisses him off. So she uh, purchased a juice cleanse. She had it delivered when she knew that he would be home to accept the order. And now he's mad at how much it costs. So she calls to check in on him. And I come in later as an employee of the juice cleanse company. Let's listen in to Froggy's phone tag. Hello? Hey, honey. Just wanted to check in. Check this out. I just received a package from this juice cleanse company. And they're charging us. $325. $325. Hold on, though. Okay, it, it was a really, really good deal. Are you f- kidding me, Dana? I mean, you always want me to, to discuss our finances with you before I make what? a purchase, but you don't do it with me. What's your problem? Celebrities are doing it. The only reason why all these celebrities are supposedly using it is because these multi-billion dollar corporations are actually paying these celebrities to be the face of these companies so they can fool people like you. You better f- call this company and return this I mean, it's not going to be easy. You don't, they don't do mm-hmm. refunds. What do you mean it's not going to be easy if they don't take any refunds? What, well, it's easy for them to charge my card, right, and send us some, some grass on the mail, and then they say it's good. Healthy? That's easy for them, right? No, no, oh. it's going to be easy for you to pick up the phone and call these bastards and get our money back. Just stay on the line. Just, just stay on the line. I'm going to call right now. Come on. This is the Nerf Booth Clint Hotline. May I get your order number, please? 572-829. All right, now who am I speaking with? Is this Dana? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh, and my, right, husband, then, um, my husband's online too. Now and I see that you you didn't order our waters. You know that when you order the uh, the the water, we recommend adding chlorophyll and aloe vera waters to supplement your cleanse each day. It's great to aid in digestion and and, and raise your alkaline levels. Oh, how much is that? Dana, Dana, stop asking how much it is. We're calling for a purpose, all right? Excuse me. Listen, buddy, we're here calling because we want to return the product that you guys sold my wife. Are you not aware of the advantages of juicing? Listen, I don't give a We're calling because we're returning the product. No, but Lewis, listen, he's making good points. Dana, Dana. Yeah. Stop. If you're looking okay. for a simple, clean, and green cleanse for the most nutrient-dense, oh leafy it's greens, create the base in our low-sugar green number one. Guy's still trying to sell us. Wow. Are you kidding me? With the, what do you mean? Wow, Dana, what, he's sucking you in again. Stop acting so dumb. If I could speak with my manager today, and maybe we could uh, get you down to the three-day cleanse. That's one ninety-nine when you include the waters. What the f- one ninety-nine for f- 
What? Yeah, no, no. I want my money back. I'm sending you your product back. It hasn't even been 30 days. We just received the product, okay? We don't do a 30-day money-back guarantee. We do a 30-hour money-back guarantee. 30 hour? Are you kidding me with this shit? I haven't even had it for 30 hours. Are I'm looking trying? here at the ship date. This was shipped two days ago. Therefore, that would be 48 hours. You're past your return policy. We just received the product right now. Right now. It hasn't been 30 hours. I want my money back now. You know, so you sound angry. And a lot of times when you're constipated angry. and things aren't going well in your angry. body, it makes you angry. How about I take a on your face, huh? Excuse me, sir. There's one other thing I'd like to run by you. What's that face? You've been phone tapped. What? This is Froggy from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Uh, <laughs> no, man, no way. Yo. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do with all that juice sitting at your front door. But... Oh, man, babe, you're too much, man. That's f***ed up. That's f***ed up. <laughs> Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only. Duran in the Morning Show. Someone just sent me a text. Yes. At 55100, they asked a question of me. Okay. My answer is yes. <laughs> oh, are you going to say what it is? Know? What? Are we allowed to know the question? No, you don't even know that. No. You're just saying yes to people willy-nilly? Rather than just texting it back, the answer is yes. Okay. Well. So there you have it. We were talking earlier about how much we love our pets, and Scary said that taxidermy is an option for some people. Yes, I've oh, seen God. I've seen this one woman. She had three cats, and as each one passed, she did taxidermy on them, you know, getting them stuffed. And they all, uh, by the end of all of their lives, they were all sitting there staring at her. I yes. Know. Well, and then someone sends a text in saying they're seriously considering uh, taxidermying their horse when he goes. Oh, my God. So the question is, where are you gonna where are you gonna put a horse? I, I mean, don't know. In the, <laughs> I don't know. We said in the garage. Like, if you leave it in the stable, <laughs> no, pick out all the other horses. Pick out all the other horses. When people come and visit me, like, something seems to be wrong with Trigger. <laughs> I will tell you, the villa we stayed in uh, in Italy, in Tuscany, is this old, old, old family hunting lodge. The, oh. the family, they live, all live in Rome, and they've been coming out to this hunting lodge in the Chianti district of, uh, of uh, uh, Tuscany since the, for 300 years. They breed their hunting dogs out there. There's a lot of antlers everywhere. Oh. And we did find a part of the house where there are animals. Yeah. There, oh. there are stuffed animals. I've been in houses oh. like that, and I'm just like, it's a freaky to walk in the room. I'm like, what the? Well, I saw like a white leopard. I mean, they don't have those in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I think they went to Africa back in the day, like in the 1900s. Yeah. It's been around that long. Okay. It was creepy. Wow, well, yeah. yeah. I'd I stuff know. a human. With what? <laughs> Cheeseburger. Yes. <laughs> Crab. Danielle. Yes. Well, you know I am a lover of all Disney villains, mm-hmm. but my favorite is Maleficent. And so today, Disney's Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, is out on digital Blu-ray and 4K UHD. And you know what? It's the story of the most iconic villain. Angelina Jolie plays her in a wonderful way. And I love it. And it's fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, you need to. So check it out. Okay. That's all. Britney Spears has a new headlining gig. It is art. If you remember back in 2017, she did post on Instagram like her first painting. Mm -hmm. And she titled it, Sometimes You Just Gotta Play. So that's what her art exhibit is going to be called in France. Um, So that's what she's going to be doing. And a lot of people, I guarantee, if you're a fan, a lot of people are going to fly down there and check it out. Um, 
let's see. Let's see. Um. Oh wait, no, no. You love that. I those don't want to do that yet. Yes, hold we on. all have our crutches in That's this room. That's my crutch. Let's see. Let's see. ESPN is reportedly trying to lure Tony Romo from CBS mm-hmm. by offering him ten million to fourteen million dollars, which would make him the highest-paid sportscaster in history. He currently makes around four million dollars. Wow. So that is a damn. Not big, enough. How does he live on that? That's a crazy big increase. I can't even. Mm-hmm. Um, baby Yoda. He's so cute, isn't he? Yeah. He's really not a baby, though. He's like in his 50s. Oh, man. He looks like a little little baby Yoda. Anyway, uh, $5 million is how much it costs to make that puppet. $5 million bucks. Very mm-hmm. expensive. Uh, Steve Harvey says, hey, I know Kelly Clarkson replaced me with her new talk show, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I still love Kelly Clarkson. He's not watching it, but sure, he, big of him. He, he still loves Kelly Clarkson, so that's good. Uh, tonight on television, it is the Je- uh, Jeopardy, the greatest of all time. Um, this is us is back as well, and we've been telling you about don't f with cats. Mm-hmm. Yes. it's so. We were talking about it again last night in my house. It is so disturbing. It is so disturbing. But yes, it's very interesting, and it's it's. You know, you know what I was thinking? It's disturbing on a lot of levels. Not just so what, what the person did, yep. but the people who were so obsessed with investigating yes. it. Yes. That disturbed me a little bit as well. Really? And, and yeah, like kind it really of did. Normal-ish. Yes. I, like, wait a minute. I loved them. Yeah. I mean, they're very, you know. Body should, moving and they should get Don Green. But yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, I like Don't F with Cats. Oh, but, me too. But, but I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I one gotcha. of those, that you're not supposed to like it, but no. you're supposed to, I don't know. Hey, uh, Straight Nate. Yes, sir. You're so smart. Do you know what a uh, capitonym is? Oh, God, no. Uh, a capitonym. Is... I hope I'm saying it correctly. It's a word whose meaning changes when it's capitalized. For instance, March and March. Okay. The meaning uh... changes. Uh... Oh, yeah. Polish and Polish. Oh. China and China. Oh. There's another one, Trump and Trump. Yeah. Oh. It changes, it changes oh. right? Hamlet and Hamlet, oh. Mark and Mark, they're all changing. Huh. Like great. What word is that in? What's the word that? It's a capitonym. capitonym. It's C A P I T O N Y M. Oh, capital capitonym. word. Okay, that's great. We learned something today. Did Fantastic. We right. What's scary? We had to take a break. Okay. Okay. I think okay. I'd rather learn than take a break. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, WW, formerly Weight Watchers, has launched their most customized program ever. Join WW today and unlock your customized weight loss plan that can make losing weight easier. Go to WW.com to join for free and get two months free. Hurry. Offer ends January 20th. Purchase required. Restrictions apply.